0: You got it like done Rodeo Radio.
1: Hey, Tony, drop that. What, please?
2: I bet. Dr. Trey in the place to be. co rocking shit
1: with my homeboy Steve. After Rhodium, get stupid, dumb. Yo think that you can get none of tray? The motherfucking doctor, the bitch hop up The sucker motherfucking stop up I'm fucked up, so don't mind what I'm saying I'm just kicking it with Steve, Tony, yeah, yeah, Susan, yo, we should choose it. Don't shit to put in the mix, you know what I'm saying? We kick shit like and and Call That's a fact, and if your shit ain't in the mix, you know it's whack And that ain't no bullshit I'm kicking facts on a serious
2: tip. Word up. Dr. trades in full effect doing serious damage. boy Tony A. Tony A.
1: When you're ready,
0: go. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodian Radio, episode 146. And I'd uh, like to thank everybody who's tuned in, everybody on the live chat, everybody who's liked, subscribed, commented, whether it's negative or positive, it doesn't matter. You guys are still watching. All the Rodian Radio Warriors on the live chat and everybody hating. Thank you for tuning in. Much love, much respect to you guys. You guys keep that live chat popping. So uh, other than that, uh, people have been hitting me up for the ads. We're going to air the ads on Sunday. On Sunday, we're going to air all your guys' ads. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you guys uh submit all your ads at Radio at gmail.com rhodiumradio at gmail.com and we're going to have a special event on sunday and i will announce what that special event is at the end of the show so uh other than that people are asking me can i still submit my music yes and we're still going through the submissions that you guys have submitted i know some of you guys have submitted your music twice just give us some time because we try to stay booked a month month and a half so sometimes if we do book you you're going to get a date about a month and a half away from now and many of you when we reach out to you guys hey your interview's coming up you guys say can I get rescheduled that's what happens okay so please bear with us when we give you guys a date Uh, sometimes we get uh, cancellations and I'll call some of you guys up you guys say well I can't do it I'll keep my original date no problem when your original date comes up guess what well I gotta cancel just the way it works so uh, podcasting is not easy other than that, uh, uh, somebody asked me, is the docu-mixery, because they looked at the one hour version of the uh, film festival version of the docu-mixery at, um, uh, at our YouTube page. And he wanted to see the three hour version. So people continue to ask me, is it still available for live for uh, streaming? Yes, it is at docu You can still watch the three hour uh, docu-mixery um, uh, full version. On, uh, for a limited streaming once you pay. And the Blu-rays will be coming soon. It's just that our the, the company that was printing up our Blu-rays shut down because of COVID and they just barely opened up and they are behind. So guess what? I'm behind on those Blu-rays, but hopefully I get them soon. But if you don't want to live stream it, guess what? You go to uh, our YouTube page here and you can watch the one hour film festival version of the mix series. So with that being said, Please allow me to introduce my very first guest of the night, Invincible.
1: Yeah. How you doing, brother? Good, good, good. Shit, I'm, I'm I'm happy to be here.
0: Yes. You know what? I'm glad you're here, man. It's been a minute. I think the last time I saw you was at your video shoot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a so loaded video shoot. Yeah. With a Battle Cat. Battle Cat that's right
0: he was there Uh yeah I hadn't seen Battle Cat like in years and to see him at your video shoot then I find out he actually produced the track
1: yeah so so Cat uh I met him what's funny with Cat is is actually I saved up all my money right because you know I was a big Battle Cat fan and I end up bumping into his manager and I said I want to buy a beat from Battle Cat I really didn't have enough money but but uh his his manager said you know what um you know step up your game with your budget and you can i said "Nah, i want to buy a battle cat b. i, I kind of worked out a deal he, he let me rap over a track cat ended up hearing me and then uh he was like i want to meet you so cat ended up meeting me kind of producing a bunch of tracks for me and then we kind of built a relationship ongoing and we worked on a lot of different tracks together
0: that's dope how long have you
1: known him Shit, over 10 years i mean oh, he, he did a song too um called a soldier never dies with john b So it's me, John B, and Battle Cat, but we 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 worked not only on we worked on a bunch of different tracks, yeah, yeah. even for a soundtrack too. So we've done a lot of different things back in the day. So I've been knowing them for probably over ten years.
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. I'm glad you're here because you know what? There's a lot of people that come here, okay, Mm -hmm. and I like to shine light on them because they have a lot of history. You know, there are people that will say, "Who's this guy? Who is she? Who is this?" This is the platform created to shine light on people for an example like yourself okay radio stations will never are not knocking down or not knocking on our doors for interviews definitely you know? so we have to create our own platform you know and hope that people would tune in hope that people would support you know uh, um, but you have a lot of history i just had a guy not too long ago named cliff Ritchie, yeah okay um ex-manager of light of Sheet of brown has a lot of history.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. He used to be. Yeah, I actually met him back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I know. Him.
0: Yeah. And uh, I brought him on. And believe it or not, I got a lot of DMs. Mm -hmm. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Some some were rude. Some weren't. But here's what I said. Just tune in. Those same people came back and DM'd me and said, man, that was a fucking dope ass interview, man. Because a lot of times we don't hear about these people. Yeah. And I know you have a lot of history with a lot of artists. You know so and i'm glad you're here so that we can talk about it
1: yeah we can chop it up yeah all day long so
0: so so with that being said man uh, how is your week going so far i know it's barely wednesday
1: so uh, yeah you know what the week uh man it's been it's been consistently busy so I, I have a busy you know for me uh just other occupations that i do not only from aside from music but me running my own studio photo video studio and then running a strip club so me doing running the strip club and doing running my own, you know what I mean. So I'm not only just a rapper. I'm, just, you know, I'm a little bit of an entrepreneur too myself.
0: That's dope. That's dope. Now I know you got some new music coming out. We'll talk about that, you in know, a, in a, uh uh in a minute. But uh, tell us about your strip club, man. What, what, what made you get into the strip club business? So other than the butt cheeks,
1: <laughs> you know what? So my boy, he hit me up. He's like, he, he's like, man, you know what? Uh, you're the, the the guy that can probably bring you can definitely help build this club up because when I first got to the club, it, you know, it wasn't the best club. We were the girls. I'm not going to lie. They weren't the top notch ones. So uh, I ended up taking up the offer. I said, I'm going to try to help build the club up. So me and him kind of, uh, we built that shit up. And now, you know, the club is, is cracking, man. So, well, wow. you're ever in the OC you want to check out.
0: You, you can plug it up. Don't All right. want to check
1: out Angels Cabaret. You'll see me there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think we got some a variety of different type of women whatever you like so this is a dope spot i think we, we've done wow uh there okay angels cabaret yeah that's dope man
0: everybody's twerking in
1: there oh sh- throwing money it's 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 definitely a hell of a hell of a show every every day is interesting for me because i, I if i'm dealing with the the girls I, I gotta deal with them or i deal with customers acting up and so, they get
0: drunk and they think oh, the yeah, 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 wants yeah, them, yeah, right?
1: yeah yeah uh, they get drunk and yeah they they act a the fool, and sometimes I feel like um I mean you deal with a lot of different type, and uh yeah, you know you want to you want to kind of act a little outside of your <laughs> zone. So I've I've witnessed a lot of different people when they're doing some crazy things uh-huh. and seeing some crazy things, but um it definitely keeps you on your toes, man.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Being up in there,
0: you, you guys got any some amazing twerkers over there, man?
1: Oh, we got some dope ass dancers. So shit, um, yeah. I mean, I recommend to go especially on the weekend so yeah we we normally have I'll say in in between 35 and 45 girls uh, during the week weekend Yeah, sometimes even more wow so yeah day shit's a little slower but night shit's cracking okay
0: maybe I might take you up on it and go over there yeah let's go and, and make it rain
1: we're gonna make it rain. <laughs> We're gonna make it rain, all right. So. That's
0: good. So hey everybody, Angels Cabaret and the O C, right?
1: Yeah, in Anaheim. Angels yeah. Cabaret.
0: Yeah, if you guys ain't doing nothing, go over there and get twerked on.
1: Hell yeah, go throw some money, show the girl some love and uh And don't fight. Don't fight, don't fight. And and I'll tell you
0: guys this before you guys get drunk. The girl don't want you, she's just doing her job.
1: yeah that's true that's true but then if if your game is on point you never know you never know
0: yeah yeah because you know what i used to go to strip clubs like years ago years ago and every drunk dude in there swore to god that the stripper was gonna meet him outside i'm like let's go nah bro she's gonna be outside bro she's coming i know she is calm the fuck down let's go she was just doing her job
1: yeah (laughs) you know what's a crazy story about that so one night uh there was this customer I, i walked outside and this must have been, we were closed, it was about 3 in the morning. And he was it was cold too, he he was out there, he's just waiting. And I'm thinking, that's kind of weirdo, what is weirdo over here waiting for? So now it's about 4 o'clock and I said, you know, I said, hey bro, we're like, what are you doing? He said, uh, I'm waiting for a dance, he named the dancer's name. And I said, oh, there's no dancers here no more, they, they left. And he literally waited for a couple hours just waiting for her outside in the cold. I said, damn, these guys are like really serious. Oh, there's a crazy story I have, and there's a real story. Go for it. Um, when I first started running it, there was one night where a guy he there's like a little grass area. He brought a tent and he brought the stakes and he was putting. It, and I said, what are you doing, bro? Like, look Yeah, what the fuck you doing? He said, oh, I'm 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 gonna stay the night. I said, you can't stay the night. You gotta get you gotta get gone. You can't be up in the tent. He's like, yeah, I wanna wanna you know. I want to make sure I'm here early enough so I don't got to pay a cover charge. I said, Nah, bro, you got to wrap up that tent. It's time to go. So that's the kind of people we deal with on a daily basis.
0: Wow, wow. How long have you been there now?
1: Uh, a little over a year. That's so dope, man. Yeah.
0: And and you guys actually filmed the video there for the song we're going to talk about eventually.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we okay. Yeah, we. So actually, we did we did a day one with short uh, there, and then we did a lot of the other stuff at my studio okay yeah
0: okay and the video premiered today Premier today so. awesome we'll get into it but now other than that uh, um where are you originally from man
1: uh so i was born in pomona um that's kind of basis on my roots Then I, I moved to the uh inland empire area so i've been out there for quite some time got my studio out there and um but yeah yeah originally from pomona started uh at a studio called hot tracks productions jimmy robinson uh, and uh, some people might know that studio like if you're an old pomona head you would know that studio you know jimmy okay. okay from pomona and that's with uh like sugar free started there cocaine above the law that's actually how i met like cocaine and me and him worked several years together
0: um yeah i know he's uh, i heard he's out like out of seattle seattle now yeah 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 because uh, whoever's managing him i'm not sure if it was him hit me up and they said whenever he's out here i want to get him on your show but we never he never or he really never really up. followed up
1: yeah 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 so, now me and him go way back man i mean so we we, should we i got funny stories with him man so you
0: you know I, okay i met the guy twice but you know what was the first time i met him in 1988 here in the city of Torrance Damn. when uh they were doing the above the law album mm. So that was the first time i met him of course he was a lot skinnier in fact.
1: yeah 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 now, now he's yeah now he's a lot bigger now he's blessed yeah now he's blessed right <laughs> i think i'm sure i'm blessed too because i've been eating good i'm hell yeah. yeah i need to get me on a uh, diet too
0: okay now just for the record you're not asian right
1: no i'm not asian so <laughs> i know a lot of people think i'm asian or no i'm mexican okay
0: so yeah because i know some people you know even confuse you for another nationality yeah i heard
1: like. about it i heard about it i heard i got <laughs> i got thrown in the mix of all kinds of different races even I mean, nothing wrong with the other races, but I mean, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely Mexican. You
0: are who you are. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, now, now, let me ask you this, man. uh, uh Growing up in a Mexican home
1: mm-hmm. in Pomona, what type of music would you say you were raised with at home, man, as a kid? So you know what, I got to give props to my mom. uh She, so my mom was like very. She she used to listen to when I was a kid. She would listen to everything. Like we, I'm, I'm a big funk head, so I like funk music. Um, because you know, I kind of have like that that player swag you know what i mean so I like yeah i even like that egyptian lover i like i like a lot of different i like every type of music just right. about because i'm just a music head but my mom she she would play like freestyle she would play even disco music she'll play everything and i got to give her props because she kind of put me up on game on so many different artists different genres and um i just i just fell in love with music man like, I just, I mean, I don't even watch TV. All I do is listen to music. I study music. I just, that's that's my passion right there. Right, right. So you you hear me playing some old-ass shit. You hear me playing some James Brown Big Payback. You hear me playing some Morris Day in the Time or something like that. I'm just, every day is kind of different for me, right. whatever mood I'm in.
0: You know, you know um, a couple of years back, I went out to... Um, um, OG Mics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Went to OG Mics. First time that I was there, I could probably kind of one hand how many times I was there. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: But the time that I did go there, I had a great time. And the reason why I bring that up is because I was just tripping that um, so much funk that they play there all night. Yeah. Okay. Then I went to um, uh, Scamming Jam, they call it at oh, the yeah, Regent. Yeah. All night freestyle funk. Okay. And I'm over here like, fuck, like that's crazy. I have a point to this story. Then I go, I, I think they call it, I, I wanna say the basement, but maybe not. It's in Orange County, it's downstairs. Okay, and I went to somebody invited me and said, man, well, uh, they call it Funk Night or something. So I went the whole fucking night funk. I love it, okay, because that's my era. I grew yeah, up with that yeah. as well. But there is something about funk music that for us Latinos, for us Chicanos, it, it just never gets old bro nah. songs could be 30 or 40 years old and more bounce is still new to us
1: it's dope you know what's crazy is like when i listen to funk music i listen to ad-libs i listen to little sound effects little noises little even instruments And i'm wondering what kind of mindset they're in yeah and i'm always thinking what were they on you know what are they what's the process of them coming up with? even like if you listen to to a cameo right The guy goes oh or he does the the old stuff yeah like what what is he thinking like how do they get even that little sound effect that he's doing like that's to me, that's why when I'm when I'm doing my music, I like to make I do a lot of different sound effects. If you listen to my stuff, I do. Or if I write for somebody, cuz majority of the stuff I've done, whether the hooks, I've always wrote my hooks or something. I might have somebody else singing them, but I always had the melody in my head and always put it out there. Right, right, right. But I I I actually give credit to a lot of the older music because sometimes it gives me ideas mm-hmm. how to do a hook or something.
0: Right, right. Okay. Okay, yeah, you know what? Because like i said i just trip out on how much we just love funk you know and and uh uh it just never gets old to us like I, like we all we all got black homies okay
1: yeah 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 definitely
0: but they be tripping out on like yeah, you exactly. still be bumping that old shit and i'm like it ain't old to us yeah
1: it's not yeah
0: you know it ain't old to- really and i'm like okay it's it old to you guys yeah we'll be bumping that old shit no more and i'm like what the fuck
1: that shit just it's it's like engraved in this you know you know what's crazy is that like everybody now not everybody but there's a, a a good amount of people doing some new age funk or the new age odys. Yes. And I think that's I think it's totally dope, man. Real fucking dope. I, I think it's really dope.
0: Because they make that shit sound like it was back yeah. then.
1: Yeah, and it sounds and the quality sounds good. They're being creative. I mean, I'm I'm digging it. I'll be bumping there's there's one I think it's Zachy Force push play or something. Mm-hmm. I, I bump the shit out of that. And then there's some of the older funk songs too are coming back where people are playing them. So I, I'm I'm just like I stay aware on, the, on on point with different type of music.
0: You know what's funny, man? It, it, isn't it funny that we create or we replay or remake old school music, okay? That's timeless, yeah. you know, because yeah. good music does, doesn't have an expiration date. Does it? Okay. But it's funny because today, we got today's music and it, it's almost like uh, I think today's music, in my opinion, are not creative enough that it's almost like we have to go back in time to recreate something that worked back then yeah. for it to work today.
1: You know what? You know what's interesting is is I, I kind of question if people are like music fans. That's my my biggest thing because I, I feel like maybe they're not music fans of today because uh-huh. of like are there artists like Prince or are there artists like Michael Jackson? Are they still? Is there artists like that here today?
0: I don't see it, man. I I don't see it. I know some people would say you know. Maybe like a Bruno Mars, one of those people. See, he
1: he's dope because he's outside of the box. But I feel when I'm at the club, everything is trap, trap music, trap, trap. And I said, it's cool. You know what I mean? I, I you know, it was, that's that's what people like, and I respect that. But at the same time, where's the original? Like when I remember growing up, if I'm cruising down the street bumping, or if I'm with somebody, I wanted to play something that nobody had. Right. That's what I, I wanted to always be different. I've always new shoes, different shoes, something that nobody had. And that's why like my style, if you really listen to me, people may not resonate with my style because my style is, um, I don't know if I'm an or- unorthodox type of rapper or You're something. It's just different. It's just a different flow, right? They say, oh, you sound like Snoop, or you sound like Sugar Free, or you sound like this. But that's just kind of my swagger, you know what I mean? So like everybody might be talking about trapping or gangbanging, but I've always been like, Kind of like a Mac, man, like a player. You know what I mean? Like, I've always, from a young kid, I always had girls and different things, and that was kind of <laughs> my, my swagger. You know what I mean? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, right? But that's always been my swagger. It's not that I'm saying that I'm this crazy ass pimp daddy, but I'm saying that I, that's my style. I'm not trying to be a hard gangbanger. I'm not trying. I'm a motherfucking Mac. That's what I do. That's dope, man. Yeah. Hey. The return of the bro. mac
0: yeah. Yeah. now i'm a macaroni <laughs> yeah. that's dope man now let me ask you this uh, around what age would you say man that you were inspired motivated to start writing to start rapping
1: i would say at 12 or 11 and, and
0: what do you think it was that
1: you know what it was a run dmc it was crazy man well see i always listen to music i listen to just all kinds of shit but my aunt she brought me a, a karaoke machine It was actually My cousin was a rapper He was a lot older than me And he was dope But he had a karaoke machine And he was like Just freestyle on this shit You know what I mean I was like all right. And then my aunt Ended up buying me A a karaoke machine And then I would be On my tapes Rapping over the Over like Just Rapping over All kinds of shit I think there was An artist named C Murder Okay And uh, there was a song Called Jesus Max And I would rap over that I would just rap over A lot of different shit And uh, Next thing you know I just i started i think getting better at writing and uh yeah man i caught up a studio which was that guy jimmy robinson at hot tracks and then he ended up hearing me he's like damn you kind of got something got. You know? and
0: at what age were you then though
1: i was probably 15 and you just called up the studio called up a studio. Oh, so check this out i dropped out of school at 14 right i was like fuck school i'm done yeah. dropped out of school moved in with my grandma full time um and then uh I, I had a job like i i worked a job i was working at taco bell and everything no shit. yeah so w- what i did was i saved up my money and i started buying beats and i bought this one so that i started buying this beats for this guy jimmy at this in pomona off of like hot tracks and uh he was tripped out he's like that you a little ass kid buying saving up money to buy your own beats like that's over sweet.
0: here making burrito supreme yeah oh wow
1: so he was tripping out on that shit like what the fuck and uh so uh, there was a there was a i was a big music guy right so there's a song by uh the culture club called time yes right and i said i heard it my mom was playing it and i said i'm gonna use that fucking that sample so there was a song called alley writing he did he did the beat and i actually got radio play back in the day like in vegas a couple different stations played that alley writing song yeah is that song still available? Like, yeah, you go on YouTube. Alley Writing. It's an old school track. It's over ten years. Yeah, that was one of the first songs that I've ever, I've ever done. You know what's funny is that that so loaded the video. Yeah. Even though we did the video last year, that's well over ten years old. Yeah. No shit. What happened was I kind of took a, you know, I got a little burned out with like the business aspect of music, just you know, just dealing with different things and. You know, I kind of feel like the music business is a little shady. You know what I mean? Of course it is. Super shady. You meet just scumbags. But on the other hand... I'm glad you said that. No, there's there's a lot of different... And, and you know, a lot of... Like, I should write a book because there's a lot of... There's only one artist that I met till this day that I could really give props. His name is Big Psych. He's from uh, Tupac the Outlaws. Right. Big Psych. You know, I got keys. That guy, man, that guy was trying to put me up on game as a little kid. He would say, "Vince, go get an LLC. Go start your own business. Start a record label." I didn't listen to him because you know when you're younger, you're not developed. Some things like you can you could drop game on me, but as a kid, it might not resonate with you. You can't you right. can't it can't comprehend that shit. You're not ready for it. Right. So at that time, I was definitely not ready for his game. But I mean, he used to tell the stories about like Pod. I mean, he was he was a good dude, man. That was one dude who like always tried to put me up on game.
0: Right. You know what? In this fucking game, uh, I was maybe 22 years old and I walked into a meeting and I guess these two guys, they didn't think that I was listening. One guy, there's a record label guy and then this was his buddy Mm -hmm. that had been in. I won't ever mention his name, but if I do, everybody will know who the fuck he is because he's known big time. And he was telling the record label guy, Whoever you sign, you know, you ain't got to give them the publishing or the writers. Oh, damn, yeah. You know, keep all that shit. That shit's yours. And when I walked out, I was already schooled on that. So I was thinking to myself, like, fuck, my job, at least I built it. People that I know, make sure you keep your publishing and your writers. Right, yeah. Make sure you keep that. Well, what is that? What? What? Make sure you keep your publishing and your writers. That's why a lot of rappers today cry and say. They're
1: not you know, making their money.
0: They're not making their money. I was getting r- fucking ripped off. Yeah, Dude, uh, Double Platinum Group, first time out. First time out, Double Platinum, just 2 million copies. We were out in Florida, and I was buying them drinks because they were still fucking broke.
1: Yeah. You know what's crazy? Look at, And it's no offense. That's why I said I have a lot of stories about rappers. Because, you know, we we... As as a young kid, you have this this persona like these guys got money, mm-hmm. they got money and this and that. Man, half of these motherfuckers didn't even have cars. They didn't have, and I was tripping out on that. I was like, "These motherfuckers," and they used to be on me like, like I was a young kid, so I looked up to a lot of these guys. Right? You no, know, I was, and I was like, "Damn, working with these guys," but I thought they had money.
0: No, those motherfuckers still living at home, bro, and probably yeah. you know on disability or something, dude. And and it sucks because. A lot of these artists, when you meet them, you know, you're thinking, like, these motherfuckers made it. These motherfuckers, you know, they look like they're throwing away money on Instagram. And, you know, they're eating at nice, expensive places. And then you go to the crib and they're living with Abuelita.
1: You know, what's crazy is I would see some people, artists that were very talented, right? And they were on drugs, fucking up their life. And I, that Bronx Tale movie always came to my mind. Like the uh, there's a quote from the Bronx Tale. Say the saddest thing in life is a waste of talent. Waste of and when I would see these guys, that always stuck in my mind. Like I don't ever want to be a waste of talent. You know what I mean? So that's why, like today, I had to come back to music. Cause I'm like, you know what? Let me let me get up in here, and let me just see what I could do. You know, I know what I'm capable of doing. I know I can expand. My mind. I know I've been. Around a while But let me show What I can really do And I feel like I'm, I'm very capable Of doing whatever I put my mind to man
0: That's good man That's good You know what And one thing That I want to encourage Everybody that's out there Watching Or or is tuning in Maybe late on a later date Is that Get your business right If you want to get Into this music business Get your business right Because there's a lot Of talented people Out there with hits That are broke as fuck And they spend The rest of their lives Miserable Yeah b- Because I got ripped off I got ripped off. Yeah, you did get ripped off, but you had an opportunity to get your business right and right now you're being warned. Ain't nobody else gonna tell you that, bro.
1: Yeah. You know. Just, so Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. That's the sad thing about it, is that the the music game could make you a little bit better as an artist once you start getting deeper into it. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like if you really have a uh, if music is your passion, you're gonna you know you're gonna you're gonna fight through it. It's just a lot of ups and downs with it. This music business has fucked literally fucked up a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll give you for
0: instance, I've known rappers yeah. that came out, blew up overnight, a platinum album. You know, not streams, record sales, a million records. They're on top of the world. Second album flops. Okay and they're pretty much fell off the face of the earth. It got to the point, and this is a true story, and I know these two individuals from two different groups. They weren't popular no more, people were no no longer asking them for autographs, the label dropped them, like they were here, and then the next album they were down here. They ended up getting checked into a mental ward because they couldn't handle it anymore, bro. One of them actually broke broke out, and then the other one ended up turning into a, sad to say, a crackhead yeah because they couldn't handle the failure
1: you know and i'm thinking you know what when you're on top enjoy it you know what that's my thing is that that was kind of scary too because like when i was back in the day when i was working with uh john b when we did the soldier never dies record like i was at paramount studios i was doing like all these fancy things i had the investor behind me all these cool things right and i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna be at this level and then nothing really happened and i'm and honestly i was kind of embarrassed man i was like shit Hey, you know nothing really cracked, and I think that's as a music artist because realistically you got to, pr- you know, you got to make this persona of you being a baller, you having this and that. Until and I really learned about getting my business right, that's why I started my own business. That's why I did all these other things yeah. to be able to fund what I really want to do. Right. And, you know, I didn't want to work for nobody no more. I'm Like fuck, working for somebody, I'm not gonna. Yeah, do. yeah,
0: I didn't want to work for nobody. You know, what? and I'm blessed and I'm thankful that you know I don't have to work, bro. Yeah. I get up whatever the, whenever the hell I want. I do what I do because uh, uh, I'm making a living off of it. Yeah. Okay. And I'm thankful for that. And I encourage others, get your business right. And you too don't have to get up and go work for somebody.
1: Yeah. You know, it feels
0: good, bro. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have your job. Well,
1: my thing is, it's fun. You know, I ain't going to lie. You, you do deal with a l- little bit of everything. I've been in my, my wars over there, but at the same time, it's, it's cool, man. I mean, you're around a lot of, a lot of women and. Uh, that's a good part Right Something <laughs> No no I mean I don't mean it like that But yeah You're around You're around A lot of different stuff And uh, I've learned a lot Even being there too man yeah yeah. yeah yeah. Here's
0: what we're gonna do We're gonna go ahead And take a break And then when we come back I want you to talk about Everybody you wor- you work with and what premiered today yes sir okay so we're gonna go ahead and take a 10 minute break all right okay everybody so make sure you call somebody take somebody slap the shit out somebody let them know that invincible's in the motherfucking building we'll be back in 10 minutes go get yourself a drink welcome back everybody to roadie radio episode 146 and we're not gonna waste any more uh, time we're gonna go ahead and jump right back into it with invincible yeah How you doing man You good Yeah I'm good I feel I, See that's your third beer man You getting a little yet
1: or no Nah not. I actually want to take a shot I was like Where's the shots at Oh man? shit Well I'll, I'll get you some Yeah I remember I'm trying to save that bottle And had, you gotta remember Me uh, Running the club Shit I got customers buying me shots all day Girls wanting shots So it takes a It takes a good
0: You know I thought I was gonna ask you When you run a strip club Do you drink a lot
1: Yeah I do I drink hard liquor I don't really drink beer so we just take a shots. Man, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you take shots of? Like, just tequila? Shit. You know what? I could drink anything. Like, it's it doesn't matter. No I, I might have Hennessy. And then I say, I always tell the customers, like, what are you drinking? Or if the girls, they want they're Like, Vince, can, can you buy me a shot? Like, what do you want to drink, baby? And they tell me. And I drink whatever. Hennessy, Casa Su, 1942, and Jameson. By the way, he brought me a 1942.
0: But I told them since Sunday's my birthday, I got to open it up on Sunday. Man. Shit,
1: Tuesday's my birthday, bro. We have- <laughs> you know what
0: okay. i mean well I, I got some other stuff it ain't 1942 uh-huh. but i think that's you'll cool. enjoy it
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: um so with that being said you know what let's talk a little bit about uh some of the artists you work with man that people may not know
1: so back in the day what would i say you mentioned john b yeah john b uh me and john worked on uh soldier never dies record we have a video too uh-huh battlecat produced that that's an old school video um then i work with like j o falony um which i have a funny story about that guy because that guy Go he, that guy ripped me off so me and him had beef for a while. No you know shit. What I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. So he knows me. Um, it's all good. I know. I seen him. I seen him on YouTube. Now it's old school, so I, I don't have no no hate towards him. But I work with sugar free uh, cocaine. Uh, who else, man? Big Psych, King T. Um, yeah, we just had
0: King T on yeah, that long ago.
1: So what's funny about King T? We have uh, I have Big Psych and King T on the same record, and I, I don't know if they had like an issue back in the day or something, but King T he said oh we i've never worked with big psych before i thought oh, okay cool so yeah i have a bunch of uh, a ton of records with cocaine no so, shit. yeah what is it about cocaine that chicanos love i don't know for me see because he's from pomona i'm from pomona so it's kind of like that's like the pomona you know yeah so i bet he's from the west side so we, i mean it's kind of like you know we kind of started same place play, so um that's we just i don't know me and him just kind of connected
2: oh no yeah
1: so okay. I mean, we were working like a lot back in the day and uh-huh. shit. we used to go to different studios I even broke down in the car with them and fucking walking to a studio no we got all kinds of stories man took a taxi back from burbank all the way to the inland empire and i we back then we were broke so i didn't i didn't have no money to to, to pay the taxi it was like 600 bucks so i just booked it no shit yeah Okay. He remembers that story You ex cocaine Okay, about okay,
0: okay. what about J.O. Felony man Should he ripped you off? What, what's that story So J.O. Uh,
1: so check this out This is a crazy story um, He So you know I paid him for a verse To do a verse He did the verse Like he did the verse Faster than ever Anyone I've ever saw Do a verse Like he wrote that shit like two minutes I'm like damn no guy, I'm like that motherfucker is a talented ass dude like I shit I ain't even that dope you know what I mean that, <laughs> that motherfucker dope so I'm like alright he's, he's so I and, and then he laid it like two two times perfect I'm like man, he's pretty good man. and I was just kind of impressed with, with I, I think was, I know what he did but go ahead yeah yeah so so, um, a few weeks later there's this other guy and he has his on, on dub CNN. he releases a video and Jail Fallon he's on the video and he's rapping the same verse and I'm like, what the fuck? So I called Jay on him. I'm like, hey, bro, you rapping the same verse. He's like, oh, my bad. I didn't I didn't know. I said, yeah, but the problem is I paid you for the verse, bro. Like, what are you doing? And so I'm going to get you another verse. So he was supposed to jump on the song with King T and Big Psych. Right. But um, he just kept bullshitting. And then me and him kind of got into it and then kind of just left it at that. You know what I mean? I did like a little diss record on him, but I never released it. But, uh, yeah, I even have him like. You know it's just interesting and then i seen i don't know what he's doing now but it's old school
0: yeah yeah you know it's funny man that um uh, i work with a lot of rappers okay and um a lot of times a lot of rappers will hit me up and we're talking about late 90s early 2000s okay mm-hmm. hey man do you think you can get you know i'm working with a rapper that is not really that known yeah, but yeah. do you think you can get so-and-so to drop a verse on my song and i'll say, I know him and I can ask him, but I can't promise you. And please don't ask me to ask him for discounts. Yeah. yeah. I'll connect you guys. And then you guys just go from there. Okay, cool. So I brought in whoever his name is. And I started hearing him write his verse, uh, you know, and then he starts spitting it. I recognize that verse because I had already recorded it with him about a month ago. Uh And I'm over here like, he's not going to do that. And believe me, I try to just like, hey man, we just did that last month you know and, he, and, and you know what he said What he said? so so i need people that are listening to be careful with these type of guys he said i don't give a fuck this song you're going to go nowhere anyways
1: damn that's probably how they feel because they're trying to make their money because like i said we just discussed this a lot of the dudes yeah nobody had the money like that so they were trying to you know they trying to hustle trying to scam people oh i'll do this verse for you just shoot me some money and they hound you too yeah man and,
0: and I'll, tell, I'll tell you another one uh, and, and that guy got paid a, a $1,500 for one verse that oh, he had gosh. already recycled. Yeah. Here's another one. Um, I was working with this one rapper, and uh, he wasn't that known, but he had money. And one of a very well-known rapper that fell off the face of the earth was with me. And he told this guy, hey, man, I could get you some tracks from uh, Daz and Corrupt. Yeah. That's what he said. And the guy was like, for reals?" And he goes, yeah, cheap, man, cheap. You know, they usually charge about 15 grand of track. I'll get it for you for at least five because it's coming from me. No yeah. shit. This guy just went home and worked up some bullshit and told him, told him. But you can never say it, it is produced by the, by them.
1: Oh, shit.
0: So now he's trying to hide it. And the guy yeah. goes, for reals? He goes, yeah. Give him a bullshit track. Kai, he was trying to make it sound like some dog pound type of shit. Yeah. And the guy bought it, but later on he found out that he got that scammed. A,
1: yeah, he got scammed. Yeah. So. That, see, that's the problem with the music game is there's just... There's so many scam artists, people saying they could do this for you, do that for you. And that, that that's the, the the fucked up part about the music game. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it does kind of kill you, like your passion. Like if you're truly passionate about it, eventually you're going to run into some scam people that say they can do this and that. And it's, it's totally.
0: Yeah, bullshit. man. And you know what? I, I don't like to be like this, but sometimes i feel compelled to warn people about certain scam artists that i know yeah and i'm like hey you're working with so-and-so yes okay look at i'm not gonna tell you everything but i will say this remember this make sure you take care of this and make sure you take care of that if you do those three things you'll be fine with this guy you know i'm not gonna throw him under the bus because i'm hoping he went straight you know
1: and you know what's funny is you you know about it and i mean i've I've been there too I, i might know and i let them know like hey just be weary about these situations. You know these these certain things about this this person. Right,
0: right. So so let us let's talk a little bit about what premiered today.
1: Yeah. So so, so today we did a rain dance, and that's with uh, Two Short. So Two Shorts in the video with me, and uh, yeah, man, it's just it's a record produced by my boy Sims Carter, and um, you know it's just I run the Strip Club thing, and I do the whole. You know, got the whole girls and shit like that. So basically, I said, you know what? Let me do it. I actually, I did a first song. It was called Weatherman, where I'm talking about shit. I'm the weatherman as far as throwing money. You okay. know, because when you at the club, right? You, you you get to see certain people that go to the club. Right. And they'll, ju- they'll get a pitcher of beer and I do nothing. They'll just goddamn perverts just looking at the girls not doing nothing not throwing no money right what's wrong with that i mean shit i'm just (laughs) right i mean you gotta gotta break bread somewhere right i mean my thing is like i'm trying to get my girls paid if i get my girls paid i get paid because they gotta break me off at the end of the night right so that's kind of the way it works right they tip me at the end of the night so if they're if if the guys are just staring there watching it's just like come on bro right so so my thing was i did a song called weatherman and what's weird is i say you know what i want Short on this hook and so I sent him the hook uh-huh. however I had another song and I said man maybe maybe a verse was something better on this and so we end up going with Rain Dance okay and what is Rain Dance for the people that so Rain Dance is basically uh, shit it's about throwing money making it rain making it rain make it rain, <laughs> it rain. even short said, make it rain on that bitch So just make it rain
0: that's dope man yeah that's so dope. so
1: it's when you're at the strip club so I don't know for my people that ain't too familiar with the strip club like you know you might get a section by a bottle service something like that then you uh-huh. had the girls dance on you, you just throw money you know
0: you know what i'm gonna ask you a weird question since you're talking about strip clubs okay uh-huh. when was the first time think about this how when was the first time you ever saw a girl girl twerk for the first time
1: shit for the first time probably like at a house party okay 1991
0: i was in atlanta a place called magic city oh damn okay I walked in there, of course, I was with Quick mm-hmm. and those guys, and there was money all over the fucking floor. I didn't understand that. You know, your first thing is to do one of these, <laughs> you know?
1: yeah.
0: And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Some dude in a big-ass lime green suit that was running the whole joint, all gold teeth and everything, and he gives me some money, stacks of ones, and he goes, sit down right here, boy. He goes, y'all boys never seen anything like this in California. <laughs> and I was like, no shit. i think I told myself, he's giving me money. I didn't get the whole shit, you know? Because out here, you used to pay a girl five bucks for one song dance.
1: Yeah, that's cheap.
0: Yeah, (laughs) what what we're talking about, late (laughs) 80s. Back
1: in the day. Right, so,
0: you know, we used to put it right here and shit like that, you know? But, um, so he gave me money and then uh, my manager says, I think he wants you to throw it. And I said, why would I want to throw it? I, I was still didn't understand it. Yeah. So I go, zero, a certain way to throw it, you know? And then some dudes were like flicking them and then some dudes were like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then some dudes are just fucking making it fucking rain. Make it rain. But yeah. I remember this girl, he, this, I guess he was a fucking pimp. He came and he told the girl, he go, show him, you know, and she grabbed her knees and that shit. And I was like, hey, did, did her butt just clap? <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: yeah. that
0: was the first time I saw that I was 22 years old.
1: Yeah. And hey, you know what's yeah. crazy is like, uh, like club scene. I know we haven't had the clubs open really. In a while, but this is what I trip out because when I was, you know, going to clubs, because I used to use my brother's ID to get in nightclubs. I'll go in like 21 and overnight nightclubs Right. Yeah, I used to be, I used to be bumping and grinding with the girls. <laughs> I was like, man, like basically humping them on the dance floor. Of course. Nowadays they don't be doing that shit. Oh no, no, no. I'm like, damn. They like they they're afraid to do that shit. Now back in the day, what was it? We used to freak them. We freak them. Freak them. Freak one in the them? front,
0: one in the back.
1: Yeah. Shit. I don't know what's up with the. I don't know what's going on, but. If, you take me to a club we can, I'm gonna freak them Straight yeah, up exactly. Yeah exactly Freak yeah. them man
0: Today what are they What kind of dads I don't they know what they
1: do man they, they, It's like they're scared of women Or something yeah, I don't know. Six what, feet away Yeah six <laughs> 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 The social distancing Distancing worked for, in their favor For us it was yeah, within yeah, Six
0: yeah. inches away huh? <laughs> <laughs> But
1: nah, uh, <laughs> nah it was It was on a cracker <laughs> Yeah so it's been a while Since I've been to a club But I, I When I did go To the nightclub Yeah it was It was definitely Like that Yeah
0: man So So uh, uh, okay so the video is out today once again rain dance youtube
1: yeah youtube go to invincible tv or just look up invincible rain dance um it'll come up with two short i want to check it out man yeah yeah check it, check it out because yeah. i know you
0: asked me i said i didn't know it came out today all i saw was the what you posted on instagram oh yeah
1: yeah okay we, we so definitely let- um we shot the video at angels cabaret and we shot it at my studio okay so we kind of used both locations we dressed it well you know it looks yeah cool. i saw it man i, I saw well i
0: saw the, the clip that you did it when you were in the car talking yeah, yeah, yeah and you walked yeah, into the club yeah i'm not
1: trying to you know I, I definitely whatever i do do i like even sound you know i'm real big on sound like I took that record I don't even if you don't like the record, right? Right. Like I'm super big on sound, so I took the record. We went to Paramount, even the mastering. I took it to Bernie Grubman to get it mastered because I'm like super anal about everything that I do. And, and maybe that's my issues because I'm like a perfectionist, even when I'm laying a song, you know what I mean? Even if it's the ad lib, like if it's not mixed, I don't even like showing nobody nothing.
0: Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I, I, when I work, I like one of those secret 007 producers. I don't show nobody shit,
1: bro. Yeah, I don't either. If it's, you know? if it's not mixed right, and maybe the normal ear can't really hear what's really happening but me i'm like no i ain't even showing you
0: that. okay i'm gonna go ahead and say there's a lot of non-creative motherfuckers out there rapping that are willing to hear somebody's sound to steal it yeah that's what they're that's what they're doing B- believe me i've been around where in the past i've showed people now i didn't have a record deal for the guy that i was working with mm-hmm. but this guy that i showed already had a fucking record deal the next week The next week He had already remade What I had played for him It was on the radio
1: Damn Okay You know what I heard a lot about people Doing that type of shit too
0: Yeah Yeah. And back in the day Check this out They used to have like Fan clubs Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Send in you know Your letters Or your pictures And people would send in music Check out my demo A lot of known rappers And I won't name them Used to play them Fuck that shit's pretty dope Then they would get on the Fucking keyboard Remake it Send that demo back No we're not interested Thank you
1: Damn And just steal shit still shit all day, huh? Yes, yes. I mean, I'll mean, i tell you during the break who it was. Alright. Well, <laughs> no, I, I kind of have an idea of who it is. Yeah. I've, I've heard stories about.
0: Well, somebody that wanted to charge things like $60,000 for a track. Yeah, but uh, we'll leave that out,
1: out of it. You know what? I, I know you, you, you homies were quick. Well, you know what? When I first met quick, it was weird because uh, John B. actually I actually booked him on the show. Okay. I booked uh, John and quick on the show. I don't even think quick knew that I was the guy that Promoted That got them on the damn show Right okay. And um John was like Yo this is my boy Invincible Me and him just got a track With Cat Battle Cat Whoopty Whoop And Quick Quick was like You know I came at him respect. I wasn't coming at him Like that Rudy Pooh dude I wasn't coming at him As like a Mark ass dude Trying to be old Quick And actually Quick is somebody That I've I've He actually influenced me Musically yeah. Like I love his Rhythmalism I love a lot of his albums And it's You know I love what he did I think towards the end He kind of Drifted off But I mean I gotta give him props. He's one of the artists That I actually looked up yeah. to um, but when I met him, he was like, yo, this is my boy Invincible. And he's like, oh, was he kind of act whatever. And um, I said, yeah, quick, you know, big fan, man. Uh, you know, maybe one day you know, we'll, we'll definitely collaborate or something. You know, but, yeah, nice to meet you. He says, yeah, you, you want to collaborate, man? You got to give me 50, 50 grand. I'll make 50 your, grand? He said, 50 grand, I'll make your dreams come true. So when he told me that, I'm like, fuck you, homie. Like, So I ignored him. I'm like, little do you know, I'm the one who put this motherfucking show on. You know what i mean because i was doing shows like i i i would book shows like people didn't even know I, I would fucking get john or get battle cat i even got one with matt mc magic back in the day i put mm. a show on and then i was like uh like the guy that's opening up yeah the yeah show and no one even knew that i was doing the shit you no know? shit well yeah. i'm glad
0: you're saying all this now So 50 grand he'll make your
1: dreams come true that's what quick told me he said you make my dreams come true
0: but like what 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 does make your dreams come true all encompass? what does that mean i don't know what he meant by that
1: but you know what after that it kind of just it just showed me what kind of person he was and you know what but i already knew what how a lot of these artists were you know what i mean because they're like goddamn egomaniacs right so i'm like it's all good now me as i'm getting older i kind of understand how the ego runs with these artists you know
0: you ever meet any rappers that you were like i fucking regret meeting that motherfucker
1: yeah you know what all the a lot of the artists I, i've looked up to growing up i'm like fuck these guys straight up fuck them oh yeah dude prize the motherfucker bro now i'm straight up because you know why because there was something totally you know and i had a friend tell me this he's like i sometimes i wish i didn't meet these guys that I, i'd rather just be fans of their music yeah. rather than meet them yeah. why because they on some bullshit man
0: yeah i know i know I, I like i said you know i've known a lot of dope talented rappers that at one point they were they were somebody mm-hmm. N- not not saying not taking that away not taking that away from it that there's nobody now but my thing is like your song is 30 years old yeah you know it was banging it was a beautiful song you know you got your plaques and everything but please do not act like your song just came out yesterday
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Yeah. And a lot of dudes act like that. You know, it's almost they're unapproachable. You know, do you know who I am? Yeah, you're a fucking has been, bro. You know, get off your fucking horse.
1: Yeah. You know what? I I give everybody, you know, definitely like the older guys, I give them respect because I did listen to, and a lot of their sound might have influenced me in some type of way. Right. But at the same time, when you do meet them, it's it's totally a 360 of what you might (laughs) have perceived them to be. Right so that's no. that's the sad reality of the music game
0: and, and, and you know what you know what li- look let me say this a lot of them don't act like that with me but when i introduce them to people yeah kind of like the way you were introduced yeah and then all of a sudden they try to act like do you know who i am you know
1: yeah, that, a la yeah. <laughs> that, that was a sad thing because i'm like man quick man I, I, I actually liked your music man i really did yeah well, you know we wish them well yeah i still bump some of the stuff. yeah that's hell cool. yeah cool.
0: <laughs> but uh now so now so it's out the video's out yeah i know things are opening up now because of covid mm-hmm. i know put it this way i got a membership to a museum i love going to museums so and they i got an email today that the, my museum's gonna open up on uh april 1st i mm-hmm. hope that's not an april
1: fool's joke no no, no. okay because i plan to go hey but, you know what a lot of people do need museums. What I'm finding to realize at the strip club, and just in general, people in general, they need to read goddamn books. Cause I mean, they just, I don't know if their brains are gone or or something like that. I don't know why sh- I, I don't get it, but on the real, it's, it's, it's uh, I feel like a lot more people need to be learning and I mean growing even if, whatever it is, even on you know, business. That's why like some people say like, what's your purpose on life? And my purpose on life, I feel like is to show people, to find their passion i keep telling people that all the time my thing is like if i meet somebody i want to help you discover your passion that's what i want to do Well,
0: me and you on the same page you know when when i go i take my coffee i find a spot and i sit down and i read yeah You, you, you know what i just got as a birthday gift and i want to give a shout out well i'll save the shout out till sunday but i i just Somebody just bought me a Clean Eastwood autobiography. That's my favorite uh actor, actor bro. Yeah. Hell yeah. Name me a whack Clean Eastwood movie, bro. I don't know one, bro. You know what I was watching again the other day? gran Torino. You seen that one?
1: That hell yeah. Shit. classic. Fuck yeah, classic. man. That hell shit's yeah. It's raw too. He was raw.
0: Yeah, he man. Just blunt, raw. Man, uh just, I can name you all all of them, bro, but fuck that's a dope one yeah. but uh now other than that what are you working on now are you still working on music right now because yeah, i know yeah. you just released it yeah. is this just
1: a single is the is ep following is it, so so what i realized is is that for me um you know no one really knows who i am and what i'm doing so so my thing was let me just release a couple singles just to kind of get a buzz going on and then i hit them with with an album but i mean i have videos out there for you guys to see you Right. Know, i like the soloed loaded one right um Soldier never dies. I have a few of them, so uh, they can see my 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 work, and then I'm, I'm gonna hit them with a with an album though. I'm already working on a bunch of stuff, so I'm working with different artists too. So this is just kind of like a warm up. I already got another artist on a, a featured on on the on this other track that I'm working on. That's pretty pretty cool, and I'm gonna start working on a lot of solo stuff, my own my own stuff as well. Okay,
0: uh, are you interested at all in maybe developing any artists, bringing them out, or or you just more yeah, concentrated yeah. on yourself? yeah. Eventually,
1: I kind of wanted just to work on my stuff uh, right now because I kind of stepped away from the game, and then right yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to do kind of take the blueprint of like Master P and uh, see what I what what I can do.
0: You you know you, you said you stepped away from the game. What made you
1: step away, and how long were you away from the game? Well, it was the business aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like the scammers. That's what it was. So okay. It was just kind of like all right. You know, I was I was doing all these gigs, all these jobs that I, I wasn't really. Uh, i didn't really like so I, you know i was, I was struggling just to, to basically make a living pay i was paying for all my production paying for all my studio time right and i said well i need to figure out something how to how to fund this stuff so i right. cre- you know i started my own business so i stepped away started my own business and then um shit, now I, I do whatever the fuck i want to do
0: that's dope man yeah that's dope you know uh uh first of all i want to say something and for everybody listening uh, uh i want to give this man you know his credit and tell him thank you because when I came back, I took maybe like a 10 or 12 year break from music, bro. Yeah. And I was I was happy. I really, really was happy because I was tired of this bullshit. I only came back to do this documentary mm-hmm. Okay, that I, that I started filming in 2017. It took a whole year to film it because we did it. My first time ever doing something like this. I didn't know how big it was going to be. It turned out to be a three hour documentary. Yeah. That's what we talk about, the documentary. It took a year to edit Uh, again we're barely learning my directing debut now i I share that because i hit up everybody and their grandma for an interview i knew that i was you know that i was doing music in the 80s and throughout the 90s and early 2000s but taking a 10 year break i mean a 10 or 12 year break people tend to forget about you okay definitely so i started hitting people up and i started hitting them up with my bio amen if you're interested i'll do an interview you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. I remember minutes. you were
1: at a Baker Boys. I remember because yeah. I, f- I was, you know, I remember you even came to my spot. That's where there. I was going. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's where I was going. Yeah. And I was literally, and I'm not lying to you when I say this, I was literally begging for interviews. Uh, uh, I hadn't even thought about a podcast yet. Yeah. Okay. And I remember you hit me up and you said, you know what? I got this little event. Why don't you come and speak? Yeah. And I said, I'm there. Honestly, it to me, it didn't matter how many people were there, but it was uh, an opportunity. You gave me an opportunity to have a voice. and and to share what i was coming out with and honestly man i want to thank you for that
1: yeah yeah no problem so i know because i was throwing events all the time so yeah
0: and and uh it's the reason why i say that is because i want to encourage someone out there that maybe wants to start a podcast or wants to do something Mm. you got to start from somewhere i remember going to a damn park and and some guy recorded me on his phone it was windy as fuck, but i was to do the interview i remember going on to uh people's lives and there was maybe only four to five people watching but i still did it still you know it. Yeah. I still- that,
1: that's how i am like i tell even the djs at the club i'm like Shit, even if there's a couple people because i know when i perform if there's four people on i'm gonna try to kill it for those four people four, four people you know what i mean it doesn't matter so i yeah. mean i've done it with a group of people and than with four people so yeah you try to just make the best of any situation
0: so so what we do here is that with this podcast remembering those days where I would literally and when I say literally beg people Mm -hmm. I will say man I'll just show up I I don't care how how far it is well I'm like two hours away I know but just the most I can give you is maybe 10 minutes and I said "I'll, I'll take it and then they would cancel on me the day of yeah you know and i was just like struggling to get out there so with this podcast we try to give people that uh uh need that shine need that light you know to help them hopefully move uh, another notch in their career you know
1: what this is like a a proven karma thing because back then we met right yeah and it was kind of like you came to the show now look at now all of a sudden you're bringing me over here to do do the show so absolutely man it's like it's just
0: and i reached out
1: to you yeah it's like a kind of give and receive type of thing you never know you know what i mean so you're helping me right now so
0: absolutely man well you know what i'm I'm thank i'm i'm glad that i can i can because like i said you put me on you made the whole flyer you didn't have to and you did so i'm thankful for that but other than that now what can people expect from 2021 from invincible uh you said eventually you're gonna keep hitting number singles. Eventually, an album.
1: Yeah. What about shows? Any, any talks yet? Um, as far as the like COVID stuff, probably not right now. Uh-huh. I might put one with short. I might do something with short. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm hit him up and see what we could. I'm gonna go back old school, what I used to do. And now it's cool because you know now we got the whole social media stuff, so right. I could document a lot of the stuff that are the people I work with. You know what I mean? That people don't even know that I right. work with. Uh, so yeah, what my plan is. To release this record, I'm going to probably do another video on another record, work on an album. So okay. now that people know, kind of know my voice, and then they can see my, my work. But, I mean, I have some work out there that you can definitely follow. I have a uh, good amount of stuff. You know, you find okay. me on SoundCloud or, or YouTube.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I know your Instagram's been popping up, so people can follow you there. Other than that, anything I didn't ask you, man?
1: Nah, I think that's it, man. I think uh, I think we touched on, on a lot of stuff. In, okay. Uh, I'm just grateful, man Just, you know It's cool to meet you, man And and known you for this long And I appreciate you supporting What I'm doing, too Absolutely, man Absolutely Uh, At this point
0: Anything else you want to promote? If not Give your shout-out, bro
1: Yeah, so just uh, Do me a favor Check out that Rain Dance uh, By me, Invincible Featuring Too Short And my boy Roman Um, Yeah, I want to shout-out Short uh, Shout-out Roman Um, Should even camera guy that's here right now videotaping yeah. me uh jamie uh james uh hill uh my boy uh mike santana chaotic styles man i i got like a whole book of people i can shout out i just want to shout out uh everybody that just supports me and if you're just coming on to learning who the heck i am i appreciate you just for even tuning in oh and uh hopefully you appreciate my music even if you don't I mean, I think I got, I think my, my, my style, I I have a little bit of something for everybody. Okay. I want to shout out the girls at the strip club. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Shout out to angels cabaret, all the girls there, my bartenders, uh, all right so yeah shout out to all the ladies in my video too because i'm gonna be there soon yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. Hit you up. Gonna have to come through we're gonna we're gonna pop, pop a bottle hell yeah yeah we, we throw some money make make it happen hell
0: yeah yeah i'll make sure to take all dollars twenty dollars
1: <laughs> twenty dollars shit hell yeah yeah okay
0: uh thank you man and if i don't see you i'll text you happy birthday
1: on tuesday oh yeah definitely so happy okay. uh early birthday for you and shit thank you happy birthday to me i'm too. gonna pop
0: that bottle open on sunday all I'll right, give you all right a sunday out. all
1: right that's cool but well, we got to right. take a shot like before i roll yeah
0: yeah yeah. yeah most definitely yeah. most definitely okay everybody so make sure you. You call somebody, take somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know that Invincible's in the motherfucking house. We'll be back in 10 minutes because Brooklyn's in the motherfucking house. 10 minutes, don't fuck around. Warm up your top ramen, go <laughs> to yourself that's a modelo, and come right back. Welcome back, everybody, to and Radio, episode 146. And hopefully i got that right i think it is 146. yeah because i'm starting to smell weed in this room and i hope i don't get a contact <laughs> high but without further ado all the way from brooklyn miss Gattis. hey what's
2: up everyone how Hi, you doing Tony. thank you for having me
0: well thank you for flying uh, I, now i know you flew over here right
2: yes but are, yeah, are, your I'm in carro. <laughs>
0: are your arms are your arms tired uh
2: no <laughs> they're actually not i'm so used to flying
0: <laughs> that was a joke
2: <laughs> I know
0: Now let me ask you this Because uh, since I smell weed in the air A
2: veces mota I say of course it's Gatis
0: Miss mean Is New York weed better than California weed?
2: Definitely not Really? Yeah not
0: What do you think it is? Do you think it's just the climate that they grow it out there? Maybe I don't know
2: Well I mean honestly the one that they're growing over there It's not working out for me but when they're flying the Cali one over there, like it's a little more expensive. But if we want to get some good stuff, you know, you're gonna get that Cali.
0: Right, right. Yeah, right.
2: but like que crecen allá, like I don't know, les, les hace falta práctica. Practica. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now today's Wednesday. First of all, I'm glad that you're here. I know your boy had hit me up. We have set up this interview, and I was excited because you know what? We had been following each other on Instagram for maybe a year or two, and I know. It was weird because I kept following you and following you because I had like four pages deleted.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Instagram just deleted my list. Ah, ass.
2: no wonder, okay. Yes. Yeah, I didn't so, know
0: that. So this one that I have now is the longest that I've ever had.
2: Ah, uh, okay, okay.
0: I will reach maybe like 5,000 followers and will go I would wake up and you've been logged out. You made
2: me feel bad because I was like, I feel. I thought I followed him. What's going on? Did I unfollow him? Because you know our phones be acting weird sometimes. Honestly, there's yes. glitches sometimes. Yes. So, like accidentally, I have unfollowed people. So I felt bad. I'm like, oh my god, but <laughs> I can my mama. I can feel like you. So, like I followed you again because I was like, I felt bad. But now that you're telling me, I feel so much better. <laughs> <My mama.
0: laughs> no, no, but yes, no, that was Instagram's fault. So, but uh, you're here in Kelly. Now, when did you get here?
2: i got here on thursday last thursday
0: okay i know you did an interview with uh i think chicano tv chicano style tv yeah
2: I style TV. To him,
0: yeah yeah I, matter of fact i was just talking to him about an hour ago mm-hmm. yeah uh eventually uh i want i want to have him on here He's,
2: so. yeah i just met him for the first time i had an awesome time and the interview came out so improvised it was crazy because it was so last minute well there wasn't last minute it was planned out but i had a studio session that night with javi lopez uh-huh. So I so I felt bad. I'm like, where am I going to meet him? We're like in the middle of nowhere. Um, right. So we met at a McDonald's parking lot. <laughs> and I was like, hey, you think you can make it happen? He's like, it's going to be a lot of wind. He's like, but you know what? We can make it happen. You got on those lowriders. Because I had I was going to do a, a video shoot that night. Yeah, You got on those lowriders. We created the set. Chingon With the low In the background Like it was like Meant to be so I'm like oh, No shit mejor que lo que pensamos. Yeah. That's, that's dope So I'm excited for that one yeah. Did you
0: guys eat Big Macs At all during the interview Or nothing No I didn't
2: I didn't
0: <laughs> No <laughs> But you will have the munchies today
2: Later. Later
0: Later I'm gonna send you guys To my boy's restaurant Because I know he wants To go eat after Oof. Mm-hmm. So
2: I'm but, excited
0: But now uh, um, Okay so you've been here Since Thursday How long are you gonna be here
2: I'm here till Tuesday Okay few days, yeah.
0: A- And how do you like Cali compared to Living in Brooklyn
2: I love cali honestly i feel like i used to love it before more when i was younger Mm -hmm. but now that i'm older i'm just like damn i wouldn't leave new york i'm a city girl like i love everything around the corner for me
1: really you
2: know from pizza to chinese to the train station everything's right i don't really even need my car i have my car that lujo la verdad you know but i love new york um cali it's i love the weather of course of course who doesn't but as far as getting everywhere it's Kind of annoying having to you know or having to walk my dog i wouldn't really feel safe mm-hmm. Las que tienen, you know? yeah
0: people can get killed walking their doggies out yeah
2: here. of course yeah in new york nope. she go around the block and at least my neighborhood i'm always safe you know mm-hmm.
0: now uh, where originally are you from are you originally from brooklyn
2: yes i was born in uh, new york yeah Don't new understand. york city raised in brooklyn
0: okay and, and uh your parents uh born or uh, raised there too no, well? my
2: parents are in the Puebla, Mexico. Okay. They immigrated to New York. Okay. Um, yeah, when they were young, they were like 17, 18. You know, they uh, did their thing, fell in love. They had me. So uh-huh. I was born in New York City and moved to Brooklyn. And yeah, I've been there ever since. But I've always oh. traveled to Mexico since I was little. So okay. I even went to school to Mexi- in Mexico. So like I learned a lot.
0: Uh, I-, I wonder, did you ever ask them what made them want to go to New York? I,
2: I did. I did. And it's just... They said that they came to California, mm-hmm. but they said that they, I guess they weren't feeling the vibes. <laughs> so uh, they had family in New York and they told them the opportunities that were there. California was a little more, um, how do I say, explain it? You guys are already mas avanzados en las, tra- like, it was generations. Oh, yeah, yeah. So jobs here wasn't as easy as in New York. New York was a little more rough because apenas llegó allá, the first yeah. generation of Mexicans that immigrated. Oh. So they were making a lot of money working for Italians. You know, my uncle and my dad work uh, for Italian restaurants where they're making good money for, of course, you know, who was going to the Italian restaurants.
0: Nobody was harder than a Mexican.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, and um, they would make their money. They loved it. They put their taco truck in the middle of the city. They started from, you know, zero. They poco a poco fueron subiendo and they created what they have now.
0: Okay, I'm gonna share something with you and then I'm gonna ask you a question. Uh, the last time I went to, to New York I think it was about a year and a half I was sharing with you And I went to go stay with my friend That lives in, in Harlem mm-hmm. uh, He stays on, I believe on the 6th floor No elevator So if you got a refrigerator Or a couch or a bed <laughs> You got to carry that motherfucker All the way up Yeah So in the morning We walked down And I walked out And I saw a big ass Mexican flag Right across the street And it was a carniceria mm-hmm. Okay Then after that We went to South Philly And then he had I saw a big ass Mexican flag Tacos de barbacoa And I walked in there So Mexicans and dudes. Now, my whole point is this, that, oh, and by the way, the best pozole I've ever had was in New Jersey. Mm, Okay. Okay. So my point is, and I'm pretty sure you'll be able to confirm this. Is there a lot of Chicanos? Is there a lot of Mexicans out in New York?
2: A lot. Yes, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Mexicans. It's just that it's not known. I don't know why. Why? It's it's weird to a lot of people. They ask me. I'm like, there's a gang of us, like, (laughs) everywhere from Coney Island (laughs) To Sunset Park, to New Jersey, Long Island, all the boroughs of New York. You know, we have a lot of, you know, it's, it's just that we're, I guess we're estamos escondidos or something, right, you right, know,
0: right? Yeah, because that's one thing I noticed, and I noticed at least the places that I went to, the biz- the the Mexican businesses there, mm-hmm. they had their Mexican flag like out there, and I was like, oh shit! And at first I thought I was confusing it with the Italian, but mm-hmm. uh, no, they not they don't have an eagle. So (laughs) so I was like, okay, no, that's got to be ours So Yeah,
2: my parents were actually uh, some of the first ones Who set up a Mexican shop in around Coney Island Like a a block away from the beach You know, so they started off with their little restaurant there After the taco truck, they made enough money to create a restaurant And um, from there, that's where they started So that's where you start seeing the Mexican business rise, rise, rise Now, if you go to New York, that's like a lot you know But we, we were one of the first ones That was like 30 years ago
0: Wow Now I know you guys have a business out there um, um, The fruta and everything Like what do you guys sell there?
2: Well My fam, I have a big family So each it's like a tree. Like my dad has a one set of businesses, my uncle has another set, my other aunt has another set. So we have the nieves, which is what I'm, I really love to do, which is uh, nieves chamoyadas. You guys have a lot of that here in, mm-hmm. in California. We don't in New York. In New York, it's different. It was something new. Right. So my aunt, she already knew how to do nieves. She actually, I was actually young when she would make us go um, sell nieves and lock, knock on people's doors. You know, I was <laughs> it was a little girl playing around, but. We were actually working for her. Yeah. You know, so slowly she progressed. Now she has like over 30 flavors of Nieves. So her wow. business, you know, is it's booming. Um, thankfully, she's doing her thing. Then I have my dad who has a uh, taqueria slash deli, Mexican deli and panaderia. You know, so I was raised there more I was raised cashiering, like my whole life okay. <laughs> You know, so Like I worked from the bottom with my parents Even helping my mom cook sometimes You know, so I was raised, raised in that business Then I have my Another uncle that used In Boston So it's like wow. they each did their, their Little family How do you say, empire, I guess Kind right, of, right, yeah. right It's you fun- know.
0: funny you mentioned Boston because My grandbabies uh, Um two grandbabies, they're twins their father's from Boston and uh they just flew in like t- two, two, two days ago
2: oh okay yeah they, so
0: they're from Boston it's funny because there's a city out there in Boston called Wilmington mm-hmm. and then this is the, the city of Wilmington and my daughter met him so when he told her I'm from Wilmington she said I'm from Wilmington they were, thought they were both talking about the, the same place Yeah, <laughs> yeah but now, Signs. Yeah. But now let, let me ask you this growing up in a Mexican home what type of music as a little girl would you say you were raised with
2: everything from los angeles azules to gloria trevi to gaba over siete i listened to everything when i was young. pop mariachi cumbia i was never i was never um i was always about all the genres and i I didn't meet hip-hop till i was 12 years old which was when i met um jay-z through pimp that was like the first That I could remember The first hip hop song I, I heard Really? Yeah That was right. my next question mm-hmm. Because I was so My parents were like Raising me And like you know That kind of household I wouldn't listen to Cursor or like Hip hop kind of things right. It was more pop And all that Um, Until one of my My cousins Of course Was a teenager already Was starting to play That kind of music Right and it was actually in Mexico because he was from Boston. He was he was being raised in Boston. I'm from New York. So we met up that summer on vacation and he played that music, which is crazy because Jay Z is from New York. So I wasn't even listening to Jay Z. Right, right. He was already. You know, so that's when I met hip hop.
0: Wow. That's when you met hip hop. Yeah. Change your life. <laughs> okay, so now what was it about rap that that you um uh, you clung or you, you you gravitated to it over, you know, cumbias and over, you know. Maybe boleros or whatever What was it about it That was so different You know for I guess you? the
2: beat to it Was like nah, 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 nah. Like I could really like I feel like I could say it You know I didn't feel like I was a good singer When I was younger right. Even though I wanted To be a singer Like I thought like I could never sing Like Gloria Trevi Or like Selena You know right, When right. hip hop It was like I could do that kind of So like you know Go with the beat And say words I was already, I was already Writing poetry When I was little So So it's like I just would hear it beat, and then I could go along with with whatever words I had already written.
0: Right, right. You know, so I mean, even though poetry, you know, people will say it is like rapping. Uh, I, I say it's a it, it's a form of rapping, if you will. But I would say, if I have interviewed, if I've had one hundred and forty-five interviews, I would say maybe about um, one hundred and twenty of them have all said I wrote poetry. Like they all, really? yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what no, I'm not a rapper, so that's why it could kind of like fascinates me that I'm like, really? Poetry, like that's that's mm-hmm. that's wild. Like, I was know?
2: so good in writing class. That was like, I would fail math, science, and all those like hard kind of, but if it was writing English, I was passing that with an A plus all the time, you know. And if it was drama, acting, I was passing that. So it was like, that was just what. Lo que me llamaba a mi. Sí. You know, so I was good at that. I was uh, like, You're so good at storytelling. You can make up a whole novel, you know? Right, right. So I was already really good at that. And just poetry just came to me, and I would be sad or happy, whatever I would write about.
0: Mm, okay. Wow. Storytelling. You ever thought about writing a book or anything?
2: I have, actually. You have? I kind of want to do a documentary, yeah. Uh, oh, wow. Of my family, because my family has so much drama. <laughs> Like any Mexican family, Mejor una but. novela? <laughs> but that, well, maybe, yeah, that's what I would do, actually
0: Yeah, <laughs> wow Okay, so so now, before we start getting a little bit more into your rapping uh, um, do, do you, Have you ever done any acting or anything like that?
2: For school, okay. it, it was one of my top classes Okay. Yeah, because I graduated in film and broadcasting So I had to be uh, into acting classes okay. Just to be comfortable in front of the cameras mm-hmm. um, But I think it was pretty good <laughs> <laughs> i would pass so so,
0: so now hey, hey, you said this earlier i was never good in math and science or whatever but you know what's funny when it comes to music a lot of people don't realize especially you know if you're on a drum machine if you're on a computer or whatever or even rapping music is math because we have to know what bars are
2: that's true that's true we have yeah. to know
0: one bar is one two three four Two, two, three, four, three, two, three, four, four, two, three, four. We gotta know all, all of those things that I used to, I fucking hated math with a fucking passion. <laughs> I knew I was in the NFL so I just ditched. You know what I'm saying? Ditching parties or whatever. But mm-hmm. when it came to like history, I was always there because I was always intrigued by history. And so lo que me llamaba la atención. You
2: know. Yeah, history is actually very interesting. I love history. Yeah. I and mean, like, I love to know, especially about um, Mexican history. Uh-huh. And that's what I love about California—that you guys have that history more at heart. Like, it's you guys are more um, informative about it. In New York, yeah. you don't hear about Chicano history. And yeah. I know you guys have that in here for school, right? Chicano yes. class or something. Yeah. We don't have that over there. Like, I wish we did. Like, if, I ho- I hope one day I could make a difference and put that in the school, because wow. th- I think that's what we're missing. We're missing, like, people to know our, our culture, honestly, because not a lot of people know what Chicana means. Right. You know, my I have younger cousins that will be like, like, what's Chicana, and I have to explain it to them, and that's sad to me because I'm like, wow, like, they don't even know what Chicana means, you know, like. Right. And and that's where I take my music, out. like, that's why when I rap, I, I kind of like talk right. about that because I would like people to rep it more out there.
0: Absolutely, my daughter, uh, um, I don't know if she's here or not, but she's taking a Chicana class okay mm-hmm. and it, it, in college and it's funny because uh well she wants to be a school teacher so but she said i want to learn about the culture okay yeah. and it's funny because she's telling me all of these things and she goes dad I, I don't know why you just never taught me in spanish and i was like don't even start <laughs> don't even start because i will try to talk to them in spanish and they would laugh at me as kids mm-hmm. you know it goes uh, they were like Dad, i want one of those gonna que decir quiero gomas, because I had some little gumdrops right there. Quiero gomas, and like, that's all she would say. And I would say, you got to say this, you got to say that. But after a while, they just laugh. Now, she's like, I just got to learn it. I love it. I love talking about it. I love this. I love yeah. that. So mm-hmm. you got to love who you are. And your so culture. your daughter
2: is going uh, to be a teacher? Yes. Wow. I hope she could do something about what I'm saying. If she could make something happen in New York to get that class in, Chicano <laughs> class, that will be awesome.
0: Yeah. If she's here, I'll introduce you to her. Awesome. So I, I think she's here But I know my my son is here But now uh, Around what age Would you say You began to start To actually write raps b- Besides poetry
2: When I was 16
0: 16 years old Yeah And did somebody motivate you Was somebody else doing it with you Or to solita
2: Um I was on MySpace, it was MySpace Days. <laughs> you know? So what if, my, what if
0: MySpace sounds so old? You right?
2: Know? Oh my gosh. But yeah. So it was MySpace Days. Um and I remember hearing um one of my friends uh told me to listen to Davina. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And uh I, can't, I don't want to mess up, but I think the name the name of the song was Trust No One or Trust Something. I forgot, but it was yeah. like, like this legendary song to me, and I was like, wow, like and she was like rap like Rapping, singing in Spanish, Spanglish. Yeah. And then he was like, I was like, Oh my god, I love it. He's like, Oh, listen to these. And then M B writers came up, and then like, and that's when I started. um, Miss Ancha came up, and I was like, Whoa, like that was like a whole different thing for me, you know? Right, right. So that's when I got into that, and I started feeling like, Wow, like I could do something like this. Like this is me, you know? That's
0: dope. Uh, uh, Now, would you say the ones you mentioned are the ones that possibly inspired you?
2: Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that's how I started MB Riders, Davina, Miss Sancha Dolly Girl um, Who else Those are the people that could come to my mind right now But they they were really Even Flacky, oh I saw Flacky's on uh, Don Francisco mm-hmm. Yeah, that was interesting for me because I was like You would not have never thought of Chicana on, on Don Francisco, it was like he always had what Like Latin rappers, pop right. pop artists You know, so right. it was like to see Flacky's there I was like, like, who is this girl Like she's Chicana, like what the right. hell, you know Right. So and then I yandaba yo por ahí con MySpace, so that's when I started like, okay, so this is real, like this is something new for New York or for me at least. Right. So that's when I started getting more into it.
0: Now, as you're starting to get into, what is your family thinking? Are they thinking like, okay? They, they-
2: don't know about it. They're not. The, they. I remember going to Radio uh, Radio Shack and I told my dad, uh, "Uh, buy me this microphone." He was like, "Okay." Like, they didn't even ask me question or nothing. I was with my little sister. She's like five years younger than me. And, now, and she, she was already listening to the same thing I was You know, she was obviously my little sister following my steps Right So I was like, look, look, let's, let's do this And we wrote a song together that night We bought the microphone, we bought it, we wrapped it that night No shit I put it up on my space and the next thing I know I had like a lot of, like a lot of listens Wow Randomly Wow And then I got uh, hit up by someone from Long Beach It was this girl called Morenita uh-huh. And she wanted to do the name like a cholo version in a girl so oh, we okay. did that. And then that's how it just started. Like, I started meeting people all of a sudden. And I was like, whoa, like from the West Coast. Right, right. Sending me messages, let's do a feat. let's do this, let's do that. And I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'm gonna have fun. out <laughs> yeah, you know? And yeah, that's how it started.
0: Now, now, now let me ask you this. Uh, um, were you, obviously, you're a fan of Chicano rap, okay? Um, do you ever, growing up, I know you mentioned Jay-Z, are you also a fan of uh, uh, East Coast music, rap?
2: I am. I'm not good at learning like most of the song like names. Honestly, okay. like if I hear them and I'm into it, like you know, I'll, I'll jam to it. Like Biggie, of course, you know right. Jay Z, um, familiar stuff. But no, no, me mucho al underground rap. Okay. You know, honestly, yeah.
0: Okay, so would you? Is it fair? Fair enough to say that you enjoyed more West Coast rap?
2: Maybe because I would listen to it more on, like on TV and all that.
0: Okay. Okay. I
2: guess I guess because it was more like mainstream kind of style. Right.
0: Right. Cool. so so who are some of your if you don't want to name albums some of your favorite rappers of all time it, it doesn't matter if it's chicano or, or i don't it is a new matter of if all
2: time biggie definitely okay he, i love his flow um another rapper i'm into like Gasu. i know maybe it's, it's something different for a lot of people but i love kasu that kind of rap um who else can i jay-z of course like i said he was a, he i met hip-hop through him so that kind of right, like right. brought me there you know and then from there i would just go back to chicano rap and be writers um that kind of like love music
0: the, uh, um do, do you uh were you a fan or can you name some chicano rappers possibly that you haven't named like for an example that are from out here that you were into that you listened to out there in new york
2: that i was no honestly i can't think of one right now Okay,
0: okay <laughs> all good so 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 now (laughs) so now uh uh, when at what point would you say you actually start looking for a producer to like you know what i want to get a little bit more serious about it and i want to start um making my own beats or not necessarily but doing beats for me and recording
2: well honestly i was blessed to like i didn't like when i started like i said i just started by going along with it, you know, feats and people would uh, send me messages. I was getting love from every state, you know, so I I felt good. I was like, well, that's awesome. You know, I never really thought of it like beyond. Right, right. And I was blessed that I got contacted by my my boy, Eric Snipes from Hood Space Music, and he was telling me how he was starting this um, this label with uh, a couple of artists you know he was like you know you should come blah. but i'm 17 at the time so i'm hesitant i was just like ah, just kind of weird like you know like right. you know what i mean so it's like i don't know like so it took me like a year until i was like 18 almost 19 when he kept telling me and i was like okay you know if i can i'm gonna go you know like let's yeah. just see what happens and then he introduced me to uh, the studios, introduced me to people that I was like, whoa, like this is this is fucking real. Like I, that <laughs> did, it hit me, you know? Right. So I was honestly blessed. I, I didn't have to really reach out to anybody. Like I was, I feel like I was like a diamond just found, you know, a diamond okay. in the roof, Just like, whoa, That's let me dope. pick that up, you know?
0: So so now you walk into the studio, you, you they play the beat, throw on the headphones and you start rapping. For a lot of rappers, when they first start their first Studio session, and we're talking about they're young. They can freestyle the ass off, and they can read their lyrics off the paper to me. But when it's time to rap on beat, they found it. Uh, a lot of the artists that I worked with, because it was the first time in the studio, they found it hard to stay on beat. Was that a problem for you when you first started?
2: You know what? Honestly, yeah, it was. It was because it, they were introducing me to whole different like beats. You know, I was just like, Whoa. I didn't really know. But thankfully, um there was this uh, another artist with husband who was Nessio who coached me through it, you know? That's a good thing, he, yeah. he, he was mad cool, you know, because, and I appreciate him because he was the one that taught me, like, okay, you got these, like, this is how you do it, just like, listen to the beat. Like, he would taught me what you were telling me, the like, one, two, three, four, and, right. you know, and I was just like, I didn't know those little things, you know, like, right. I was just rapping, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely got coached through it. Until now, I feel like I'm still being coached, you know, like, I'm still learning.
0: That's a good thing, and that mm-hmm. that's that's a good attitude because me and uh, my boy out here, Anthony, we uh, I don't, I announced on my last episode that I'm going to start producing again. I haven't produced anything since like early 2000s. Okay? okay. I produced pretty much the majority of my stuff late 80s throughout the 90s. And we were talking that we want to work only with people that are coachable because there's a lot of people that are just fucking hard-headed. You know, I, I've been doing this for a long time. cabrón. No, eres veterano. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you should still be learning. If you know it all, you can never learn anything else ever again.
2: Of course. Yeah. You know,
0: so I like to work with people that are going to be coachable. If I feel you're a little bit offbeat, I tell you what, let's get back in there. Let's knock this out. Let's get it right. And because ultimately, I remember I did a mixtape, okay? And I was mixing a song into another song. And uh, my manager at the time, I was maybe like 19 imagine he's recording me, and I said, "I'm good. I'm done, bro." And he says, "Hey, man, that shit was offbeat." That's what he told me, and I was like, "So what? Uh, nobody's gonna know. It was the last song on the tape anyway. I don't give a fuck." And he said, "No, I'll do it again, man, because instead of just going this song going into this song smooth, you hear tra 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 tra. It was offbeat."
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I just said, just turn up the bass a little bit. Nobody could tell. Now, that tape became one of my best-selling mixtapes, okay? But because that was one of my best-selling mixtapes, it hurt me that that offbeat uh, uh, mix was on there because everybody that would come up to me say, hey, man, I bought your tape. That shit was bad. But at the end, I noticed that it was kind of offbeat. That's not really you. And I was like, so i say that to say this that there are times that a lot of rappers may not necessarily be on beat or gave their best flow Mm -hmm. get back in there and give the people their money's worth of
2: course you know
0: so so like now uh um do, do you have your set producers that you work with that you feel comfortable maybe you have chemistry with or do you accept beats from you know
2: no honestly i i accept anybody who comes forward with anything that they could uh you know, give me that. Make magic on. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not like I said before. Like maybe it's just me, but I'm like horrible with that kind of stuff. Like, oh, like, this producer, this, this producer. Now, like, I feel like no. Like everybody has their worth. You know, like even if they're not known, like wh- right. whoever they are, if they could bring something to the table for me, I'm all for it. You know, mm-hmm.
0: uh, out there in New York. Uh- and I ask because I don't know and that's your part of the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you're here sharing it with us. Is there a lot more Chicanas out there like you that are rapping?
2: No, honestly, I'm the first one. I'm the first Chicana rapper that I, at least that I know about, you know, and, and I proudly I take that name because I haven't heard of anyone, but I do look forward to eventually developing. You know more Chicana rappers, cause I know Cali has a whole bunch. You know, yeah. that's what's up. Like I'm proud of Cali, you know, and I think there's a few in other um like Washington and Texas, but New York, no. Wow. I feel like eso es lo que nos hace falta, you know. And, and I know there's little, like I have fans like the 12, 13 years that have sent me videos rapping to my videos like you know covers and right. they'll be like at ah, like i'm so shy but look they're 12 years old i'm like wow like these little girls have talent <laughs> you know and they got balls because they're sending me those videos yes you know yes. i don't put it up because you know i think this for me it's personal but right. but that just shows me like wow there's there's girls like me that have a dream of being something you know yeah and if i could develop that in the future i would definitely love to
0: awesome Awesome So here's what we're going to do We're going to go ahead And take a 10 minute break We're going to come right back And I'm going to start drinking Yes I'm, I'm gonna, you, 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 Should I bring out the shots or? Yes Vamos okay.
2: a sacar la You ready Hell yeah
0: Okay everybody Once again we're going to start drinking So make sure you guys go warm up That old food from yesterday And uh, uh, get a couple of modelos And we'll be right back In about 10 minutes Don't fuck around okay And welcome back everybody To Rodion Radio Episode one forty six. And this is the podcast that slaps across your, your fat ass with a fat ass dick. We're gonna go ahead and jump butt naked right back into it with Mizgatis. I had to practice that before we went live. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we did? I brought this out. Well actually you guys brought it. Yes. You guys brought it, so I everybody brought it up. knows. Well,
2: in New York, everybody knows. Gattis always have to
0: Buchanan so it's yes. like to so it's no a hat So is it Buchanans
2: Buchanan. or bucanas. Bueno, bucanas.
0: bucanas. <laughs> we, we just gotta flip everything, you know. It's kind of like yeah. a, like like what's a what's a word that we change that doesn't exist? Like parquear. What's a parquear? Oh carro. Yeah,
2: parquear, you, right? Yeah.
0: What's another one? Can you think of one? While I pour. Otra. Uh, <laughs> um. I can't
2: think of one.
0: Marqueta, is that one? I don't know if people say supermercado. Mm, true, Marqueta. Well,
2: but don't they call it in Mexico? Marquetas?
0: Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. But, you, you know, both of my parents are from Mexico, but they're from Torreon, Coahuila, out there. Mm, okay. I visited out there when I was a kid, but I think I might have only gone out there maybe like three times, you know. Really? And I wish I could, I have, would have gone more because I really did love it out there. You know But I didn't
2: So wait till now You've only been there Three times your Just three night. times
0: Three times in my life My next trip Is going to be to Mexico City Because I want to see the pyramids uh-huh. And then I, My bucket list trip And I could have gone Like years ago But I always avoid Long ass fucking flights I want to go to Egypt And see those pyramids
2: oh, that'd be awesome. yeah. that, That's what I want
0: to do I, I want to go somewhere So fucking far That I'll probably Never go back Egypt is
2: amazing yeah. yes. yes I mean it looks amazing I want to go there too Yes oh, yeah. you,
0: you know what somebody told me And I don't know if this is true And I hope I'm wrong uh, porque se me quitaron las ganas They said, yeah, right by the pyramids About a hundred yards There's a Burger King What? What the fuck? <laughs> I was like You mean I can have it my way? You know? Like, shit
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy
0: Yeah So, le- let's take a shot
2: Ah, okay Live, roadie-
0: ready You can sip on it You don't have to drink at all
2: Ah, bueno, okay, okay So To so a
0: long and yes. prosperous life
2: Yes Gracias
0: Y no comí, And I know that's what Fuck me up
2: Yo tampoco so i'm
0: gonna blame you tony <laughs> <laughs> ah shit okay so now you're a fan I wait, wait. that motherfucker's still burning
2: ¿Te acabaste?
0: no no pero. Oh, okay. but i'm, I'm almost say. fucking there god damn i'm still burning <laughs> i usually drink like i'm a tequila guy every once in a while when i drink whiskey i always wake up with a fucking headache right here i i, I only get hung over when i drink whiskey Really? Yes. But I know not hungover like when you wanna fucking throw your guts out. You know, it's more like I hey, wait, I'm just gonna fucking lay in bed all day today, you know, type yeah. of shit. But Are you
2: do you love wine?
0: They- I'm gonna be like Bella Lagosi and say I don't drink wine. Better Lugosi was the Dracula. Black and white movies. Uh-huh. Dia, le preguntaron película, do you drink wine? I don't drink wine. You know, because he's Dracula. Uh-huh. But no, I don't drink wine.
2: You don't drink wine.
0: You, you know Because at times when I've had it. It was real bitter So I don't know what's
2: Ah You have to ah, See you gotta go out With me to a dinner Okay I'll show you The different type of wines Because with Whatever you eat You have to drink A different type of wine And that's what like That combines Adequately So cuando te lo tomas It's like
0: Perfect.
2: No you shit. gotta know the wine you're drinking. Okay, now. okay. Now L- I know. Like next time I come, he doesn't nice
0: Let's do it. Let's do Correct. it. Or whenever I fly out there. Meet oh, you definitely. We go to yeah.
2: an Italian restaurant.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I love there. it. I love Italian food. Oh, now, yeah. now, let me ask you this: Being for New York, uh, what is like the, I guess, the oddest or the the most different type of food you've ever had? I'll go first. Out here, I tried Ethiopian food.
2: Mm-hmm over there there's a lot of um gyros like rap food. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That that to me is kind of weird. I haven't had one actually todavía. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean Because over there Like what I eat I love Chinese food in New York oh, If you yeah, go to yeah, New yeah. York You have to eat Chinese food Chinese food But you have to yeah. have it from a good spot
0: Yeah, you can Chinese
2: food and pizza in New York Is like the best thing you'll have
0: Yeah, yeah Because I remember out there The slices were like huge I was like, what the fuck is this? keep, <laughs> Bec- you know, Domino's You know but uh, <laughs> <Dominoes>. <laughs> do they have Domino's over there
2: Yeah we do, we do. But like you, won't, Unless it's like A munchy night And 2am You want to order some pizza The only place you could get Is some Domino's But if you're from New York You're getting it From your local pizzeria Okay. And we have good pizzas Out there
0: Out here I have some Ethiopian food And you know what it looked like It looked like mole That's exactly what it looked like But it was just darker It was just darker And for their tortillas They would call them bread But you know what it looked like Like a pancake A real thin pancake uh-huh. and then i would like grab it tear it up and they were like eat eat and i was like <laughs> <laughs> like okay yeah but you know what it, it tasted a lot like black and molly it, oh, yeah. it tripped me out so i kind of kind you of got enjoyed the gist it. of it yeah right yeah okay so so now uh let me ask you this because fuck that fucking that shit buzzed me real fast.
2: Now, want Tony? You brought it.
0: <laughs> now I'm going to have to drink another one.
2: Oh, see? That's how you know.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes, good stuff. Okay. And plus, my birthday's coming up. So.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes. My birthday just passed. Yes. So we're celebrating in between birthdays.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, the 19th. Yes. The 19th, Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Invincibles, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, Tuesday. So Pisces and Aries, Pisces and Aries.
2: That's right. Okay,
0: so now let's get back to the music because I'm starting to forget my questions. (laughs) Okay, Uh, now when you came out here, because I saw you in a couple of videos, well, that you posted, and um you were you know you gave me a shout out we're gonna be a Rodian radio blah 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 were you act did you actually film a video that day
2: yeah we did a music video okay we uh did a song and then we shot that video that same night it was like it, it, it just it came together it, with the interview remember I, said? I was thinking about that interview yeah and then they invited us and it was like it just it happened so it just happened it just happened so
0: it was you didn't, you didn't fly over here planned
2: well, we, yeah, I mean, let me correct. I did come with Eric's nice from Hootspace Music to because we, when we worked together, we worked magic, you know? So we were like, you know, let's make something happen. So I came out here, and that day, he was like, we have a, a studio session with Javi Lopez. So I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it was my first time meeting him. Yeah. So we made, you know, we made some nice tracks, and then from there, we just it just got the song just went with the with the tema about the lowriders we right, were right, about right. to go see low riders. it was like hell yeah
0: let's do it you know so, so um the the song you got did the video for was from javi
2: yeah
0: javi lopez um okay. let me give a shout out to him he brought one of his artists here um i dahlia Coronado. that i don't uh, know if he yes,
2: uh-huh.
0: yeah he brought her here uh, very very i haven't uh,
2: met her but i saw her music she's dope yeah,
0: yeah very very dope and um Good producer, so I'm glad you hooked up with him
2: Yeah, uh, amazing
0: ha- Have you hooked up with any other producers out here?
2: I just met yesterday, actually Fingers Okay. Yeah, I met him for the first time And wow, like, what we created Was like, wow, like, now I see why they call him Fingers, you know what, <laughs> what I mean? Like, I didn't know, I honestly never thought about Why did they call him Fingers until someone's like well, That's why they call him Fingers I was like, oh shit, like Yeah, he, he it was amazing, I met him So that was good vibes we made um we made two songs with him so really yeah okay yeah.
0: now is all this stuff that you're putting together is it for you are these going to be singles or is this going to be eventually an EP an album?
2: Well, these are for an album. We're okay. thinking about it right now, but I think most likely for an album. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, the that's, I before that album though I have an EP myself coming out which okay. I did myself um you know in New York so okay. that EP is going to come out before but yeah.
0: Okay, now before we get to that EP, uh, let me ask you, how did you come up with the name Ms. Gattis?
2: You know, it's a silly story because it comes from... I don't know if you... Because oh, you, you were never... You said you never really went to Mexico, but...
0: I went like three times, but...
2: But I doubt you ever went to, uh, like, una papelería, right? Yes. ¿Oh, sí fuiste? Sí. Okay. Bueno, tenían unos cuadernos, unas libretas. Sí. And they had different designs. And there was one design of, like, little... um. Um, ositas, it was like bonis, osis, mechis, gatis. It was like five different characters, right? Which was bonis is like the bunny rabbit, yeah. osis was a osa, you know, and gatis was a kitty cat, you know, like that. Yes. So, I brought. Uh, Libretos for my friends From over there And I was like Oh you you each get one And we each named each other After that Notebook Oh no shit (laughs) You know So I I love that book I started writing my poetry On on that book Uh And I was like What do I call myself And then I I, Like They already called me Gattis in school So I'm like Okay so let me just Put that same name And I was already Listening to Miss Sancha Miss Crazy Like all these Misses from California So I'm like Miss Gatis It just made sense to me You know
0: uh, For those that May not no gatis or it's from gato
2: yeah from gat, gata cat you know that's okay. where it is but they it, it just made it sound cute got you know no that's so kind of like plaques. all of a sudden i saw the, another notebook because she had a collection you would go to the papeleria and they had different like collections of it mm-hmm. and there was one where she had a microphone on it and i was just like oh, no shit. that was just like what the you know like that was i felt like it wasn't meant to be so i left it at that it, like a few years later i kind of thought about switching my name and I asked the people that support me. And they were like, "No, leave it. Like that's just you." Right. I feel right. like no, maybe maybe por eso la gente no me hace caso. It's kind of like kind of kind of like too, you uh-huh. know, we could see, you know. What,
0: what were some of those names that you were possibly thinking about? Miss Brooklyn, you know. See,
2: I, I didn't even think of names, but I was I was thinking about maybe going with my real name at some point. But I was just like, yeah, I don't know. It kind of sounded weird to me.
0: Oh, okay. Do you care to give your real name?
2: No, I don't. It's Eliana.
0: Okay. See, I think that would have worked too. <laughs> Yeah. But Ms. Gatti's does sound more like it, it, it would look better on video It would look better on album
2: You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly yeah. So that's why And then I asked everybody um They voted on my Instagram You should do it And that's when I decided to baptize myself And I like, tattooed myself Ms. Gatti's at NY Chicana oh, so I was dope. like, okay, I'm sticking to it That's it <laughs>
0: That's dope That's dope so, so now, let's talk a little bit about this EP When was it finished? When is it going to be released? Uh, who produced it?
2: my ep well it's basically finished okay uh my team from puebla from monterrey produced it really? uh, so i've been working from people from Monterrey, from mexico you know um so they mostly produce that one and it's like six tracks and i have a few uh feats on it so it's just that's what i'm going to drop okay. right
0: do, now do you care to give who's on the who's your freaking? no
2: i might uh Ra. i don't know like i don't know if you guys heard of him but some of my recent videos have had chiquirra and uh, el pinche mara um i've had um i got one with regus from la santa grifa mm-hmm. which is uh from rap mexicano so those are my feeds that are coming on that EP no and
0: i'm glad you're mentioning them because you're educating people that may not have heard of them and they'll go look them up mm-hmm. like many times like some guys was like well i don't want to name them because they won't know them and i'm like you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. Go out there, and then the next day, people will say, hey, man, that that, that guy that he mentioned or whatever, like, he's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this, because obviously you've been in contact with them and for the people that may not know, is rap really big in Mexico?
2: Yes, definitely. Rap Mexicano started hitting. Honestly, that's what got me back into music, because I did stop making music for at least four or three years, because I was uh, concentrated in school and just, you know, personal things. Uh-huh. And then... I started listening to music, uh, to this rap that came up. Actually, I was selling. I started with the Icy's um, business. I was selling Icy's outside of my store. And this kid comes up to us and he's like, hey, guys, you know, acquainted with us. He's like, yeah, have you heard this song? And he showed it to us. And we were like. What is that like it was? It was just some weird rap, like you know, Mexican, because yeah, yeah. the accent was like different, so no. we, we, we re, like, rewind that, shit, you know, right. And I would listen, and then I started listening more of it more of it. And it was like these artists from Mexico, and it was Chiqui Ra, he had this accent from Monterrey. I don't know if you met someone from Monterrey, but they have a heavy accent, no. so. Mm-hmm when i heard his music i was like damn like that's fucking fire and he was young he's young you know uh-huh. and that's when i started listening to more of that rap and that's when i started seeing like the the difference you know like wow like i could i i know how to rap all in spanish like i could do that too okay so i feel like like okay i'm gonna get up and <laughs> i'm gonna do like i'm gonna do this you know
0: did, did, did you feel other than going to school which you were saying did you ever stop because Maybe you just got kind of like tired of the rap game. Did did that ever happen to you?
2: I feel like maybe not tired of the rap game. I kind of got tired of the criticism a little bit. Like, I was like, no, like, I felt the support definitely, but I also felt the hate, you know? And I was like, and I was in school and all that. So sometimes I would be like, down, like, I don't need this shit. Like, I don't need to be like listening to or reading these kind of comments if I know who I am, you know?
0: You know, and I want to touch on that because. I mean, I know a lot of times we, a lot of people, uh, um, they say, they, uh, they concentrate on the, on the negative instead of the positive. You said that the positive was good, okay? Mm-hmm. People support, people, uh, uh, um, you know, great feedback. And then you have that small element of hating bastards, okay? Mm-hmm. L- l- now, let me ask you, you being a female, what type of hate were you getting? Like, what would they say, if, if you don't mind me asking?
2: Just running like Oh bitch you can't rap Or Like what the fuck Like get off the mic Or like stuff like that You yeah. know Like oh your voice is so annoying Like stuff like You know Cause I know I have a different Kind of voice You know right, So stuff right. like that I'll be like You know like damn People can be so cruel Like right. it didn't get to me Honestly But it was just like I didn't need that shit Like I was like You know what Like I have I have better shit to do You know Let me just take a break do, let me do my thing It was getting me distracted From a few of the things That I was supposed to right. be doing So it's right. I, I kind of like paused it Maybe it was an excuse You know But And that But I'm thankful for, for it Because I feel like It gave me time to like kind of put my my mental stability back in you are like you know okay i gotta do this now i'm gonna do this you know yeah so even to mature because i feel like i was younger so when you're young you don't give a fuck right right so as i got older i'm like damn like i could do this i could do that And and it's good for my future and that's when i started thinking more outside box
0: okay yeah you know what you know the thing is that hate goes around for everyone and i always say this uh, the reason why people hate is because you're winning Okay Because people don't hate on losers Yeah Okay And that's, that's gonna come I can preach all positive messages here and, and preach that I wanna help people And there'll still be people here Fuck that dude Fuck he's a fucking lame or Whatever mm-hmm. You know yeah. mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying They're a small element of, of dudes I guarantee you They're probably in their 40s Still living at home with mom you know, eating Red Bulls and Takis, mm-hmm. okay? Jacking off at. Most <laughs> anyway, me stop. So.
2: <laughs> Those are the only people that have the the time the and, time. The, and the, the. Collecting disability. Uh uh-huh, you know? Yeah like, yeah. like, if you have something better to do, you're not gonna be spending your time talking shit online.
0: You know, you it, know? It, if I'm watching this interview and I'm like, okay, let me listen. Some people don't wanna do that. He was, fuck that, let me tell fuck this bitch. You fucking whore. <laughs>
2: right away. <laughs>
0: Fuck you, Tony A, for saying that shit My mom, <laughs> fuck you I mean, Let me go take my fucking What's it called, Oxycontin, what is it Because my, my back hurts <laughs> okay. Anyways, let, let me stop Because I'll be fucking killing all of these motherfuckers <laughs> all fucking day Back in the day, I used to be the king of the uh, the hood and my When it came to bagging Nobody can ha- come So when people talk, you better be ready Because the way people freestyle raps, I can freestyle a comeback real fucking quick So <laughs> Uh, so, mate, so, anyways, okay. let me enjoy this. You have the fucking on my neck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's something, um, freestyling, right? I'm I'm a writer. Like, I write, you know. Most I'm going to have one more. But, yes, let's do it. So, I didn't really practice my freestyles, but, like, I always feel like, damn, I don't ever want to be put on the spot. You know, and not know, you know. Uh-huh. So I, I feel like I've been practicing, but at the same time, it's helped me to develop my different kind of tones that I can create. Okay. So it's like it's been working for me practicing.
0: You know, and, and let me say this because I've known a lot of people that can really write fucking dope songs. And then I met people that just freestylists. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Then I met people that are freestylists that are dope but cannot write a song. Then I met people that can write a song but cannot freestyle. Mm-hmm.
2: If you and you was it. me, but but like see, I wanna be able to do both. You know, like right. I wanna be able to quedar like you know what I mean? <laughs> like at least para defenderme. Right, right. And, you know, right, right. And, and like we were saying a while ago, it's always good to learn. You know, keep learning Absolutely. and learning
0: and learning. Absolutely. I I'm fifty two years old and I'm still learning. I still wanna learn. Yeah. That's why I'm gonna go to the museum April first.
2: Awesome.
0: And yeah. read my book. So <laughs> so so now, um, so the EP, do you have a date for that yet?
2: Um. Honestly, I don't have a date I haven't really thought about it I'm still like maybe mastering like the last two songs Okay Yeah, but um, it should be as soon as maybe even May 7th El Cinco okay. de Mayo maybe even
0: Okay, and on all platforms?
2: Yeah, all platforms, Spotify, Apple, everywhere What about mm-hmm.
0: visuals? Visuals are important
2: Visuals I actually have a It's a, it's a feat with my boy Bliss from Brooklyn He's uh-huh. actually from Ecuador He's repping Ecuadorians out there in Brooklyn
0: You know what? I, I, wonder, I wonder if it's him because there's a guy, he's Ecuadorian, I believe. He he said he flies in, what's, what's the day, Wednesday? Thursday.
2: Uh, yeah, Thursday. Tomorrow. Him, Jay Bliss. Uh-huh. That's him. Yeah, That's him. I did a feat with him. Se llama Trauma. We did one before Barrios Unidos. Now we have another one Trauma. It, we made a sick visual he, he, And that's what I love about Bliss Shout out to Bliss Because he, he gets down with the visuals He's very creative Creative okay. with what he creates on
0: and, and and if he's watching I want to say this That he'll be here Sunday The, ah, thi- okay. the, the thing yeah. is that I'm celebrating my birthday here And I know we had been talking back and forth Because I want to get him on mm-hmm. But I said look Just come I said and we'll do a couple of minutes Or whatever Because I want to celebrate my birthday live here You know
2: Yeah
0: But um you know, just come, and he said, "No problem, I'll be there." So yeah, yeah,
2: he's dope. You know, we did a, that video. Uh That's coming out tonight, actually, Uh twelve a.m. in New York. So over here it's nine p.m. Yes. It should be up on his channel, and then I have a video by myself, like, and on April first. Okay, which is mine. There <laughs> was
0: another guy that reached out to me. He says that he, uh, he knows you, and I believe he does because I don't think he would lie. Mm-hmm. I believe his name is either Big Tank from oxnard he's from yeah, big
2: tank, yeah
0: yeah he was like hey man let me roll through blah blah blah
2: yeah was, shout out to big tank icon music yeah he's he's produced some of my dopest songs too oh no
0: yeah no he's, sure. he's a really good
2: producer
0: yeah, see, the thing is he wanted to come in today but i had already I told know, him i heard
2: yeah yeah, yeah. it would have been great to have him here yeah yeah
0: but he'll be here soon cool,
2: cool so yeah.
0: i just heard the song that he did with him and kid frost
2: i yeah, i haven't big, heard it but I, I heard it's gonna be
0: dope, yeah it's pretty good yeah. it's, it's pretty good so so big tank and Jay Bliss.
2: Yeah, shout out to them. Jay yeah, Bliss. so they're gonna be in the show. Wow,
0: both yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Jay Bliss, uh, have a safe flight, and I'll see you here Sunday. Yeah. We're gonna be taking tequila shots. Oh you know what? You'll still be here, right? Yeah, still
2: be here.
0: Okay, if you don't go to the strip club, maybe you guys can come back and just chill with us.
2: Of course, definitely. that? Don't worry.
0: Okay, you're babysitting that whiskey shot, so
2: uh, <laughs> I'm
0: already on my third one, guys.
2: Que, sí, pero bueno, tú aguantas más que yo, ¿ya ves? Yes, sir, pero no yeah, comido
0: <laughs> I had a raggedy ass hot dog what's the earlier. Food here in Cal- like right here around the area Okay Okay, my number one food of all time still is Mexican food Okay mm,
2: Okay, what, like what? Okay, what, my favorite was-
0: dish ever, at any restaurant or any home, is chile verde Chile verde, uh, pork meat, I like uh, Chile verde, which is
2: that what, adobo verde?
0: No, like chile verde, like whether it's in a Con arroz de frijoles Or In a burrito Pero chile verde
2: You mean the chile relleno?
0: No, no Chile, verde?
2: chile verde
0: Maybe we, we just do it different this is, this is what I
2: mean Cali has some different things out yes, here
0: Yes, yes you, you know okay, what? Chile okay, chile verde Second, I'd probably say sushi I love
2: <gasps> Me too I gotta agree with you on that. Oh my
0: god I fucking love I love sushi and So far sake. we
2: got the same order Yes Mexican, I love tortas And then I have sushi
0: so okay, so ch- chile verde it, it comes like Let me try to explain Like mm-hmm. like in a sauce With chunks of uh, pork Pork, okay. it's
2: adobo. Well, I call it uh, Maybe in Puebla We call it adobo verde
0: Okay chile That's verde, probably what it, verde. It, what it is Con arroz de frijoles okay uh-huh. Or in a burrito, whatever That's like my favorite I can eat that shit like For breakfast uh-huh. Or for dinner Or for lunch Yeah,
2: that you is know. good
0: See, You know what's funny about so us pe- me- and
2: all yes. Yeah.
0: yes, exactly mm-hmm. One thing about Mexicans That we have dinner for breakfast sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, uh, I mean that's why a lot of us estamos. Bueno,
2: estamos but estamos
0: como estamos. luego during breakfast. During during breakfast.
2: No, when I go to Mexico to visit my family in Puebla and in uh, and los pueblitos, the first thing they offer you is una coca y pan dulce. Panto that's the first thing that goes on. i'm like that for breakfast this is 9 a.m You offered me a coke and a, and a and a sweet bread that's not sugar but <laughs> you take it because i'm like okay like that's and then you know what
0: we say diabetes runs out of my family no wonder no
2: wonder <laughs> exactly <laughs> what yeah. the fuck like shit
0: <laughs> you know so i love i love sushi okay now i'm gonna say this i have a lot of uh, i had an opportunity to go to japan but i never wanted to go because of the 13-hour flight i yeah. should have went I should have, but I didn't. But I've had like over six brands that have gone. They've come back and here's what they said. We tried the sushi over there and uh, it was cool. But it fucking came in a conveyor belt. All their sushi restaurants. Uh-huh. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, you take off the lid and agarras and lo pones así. It's almost like a buffet, but it's not. Uh-huh. So, and then he goes, all of them came back and told me, United States has perfected sushi. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I wonder now. If God, I hope I, I, like if go I, I hope I don't get hate for this. I hope I don't get hate for this. I wonder if United States has perfected Mexican food. Over.
2: You know what? No, because the flavor will never be the same.
0: It never. be, You're right.
2: It will never. Even the rice. Like I don't know. I don't. I, today was the first time I ever went to Northgate Market. <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. I went there and I was like. No they because t- I had a business meeting because I'm into business too. So yeah. they recommended me to go there to look at a few things, and I'm there and I'm like, this is like a Mexican supermarket. Like to us, it's like a shop right in New York. So I'm mm. going around and and my husband actually got a unguisalo like rice and uh, like enchiladas right. and stuff. And I tasted the rice and it tasted like airplane rice. So I'm like, but if I'm a Mexican market, I would think it was a little more flavorful. I don't mm. know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think Mexican. Like I don't think that the, the right ingredients were in that recipe. Well,
0: I think you went to the wrong place.
2: That's you what. think? Yeah, maybe. I feel bad now. I'm bashing North Northgate, but, but I didn't. I didn't like the rice. And no, like, no. You know what? This I is why wouldn't... I go to the little delis in New York. You You're right.
0: You know what? And I there's a Northgate down the street, and I love going there.
2: Okay. At all. But do you buy the because i saw the races in topics i've never seen that before no
0: i don't i, oh, I, I
2: don't see i got it one. maybe, maybe stop yeah. a I, i've
0: been in tamales been in carnitas i know. bought
2: tamales yeah. too I was now impressed. what did you think
0: what did you think did you, did you try them did i what did you try them the, the yeah tamales.
2: i had a tamale of uh rajas
0: uh-huh.
2: and piña <laughs> and did you like it yeah i did like it okay. i did i did How? honestly though i don't want to bash but like i feel like my aunt makes better tamales and <laughs> <from> new york <laughs>
0: Hey, you know what
2: We have this Because uh, we have the, the ice The ice cream That I'm talking about In right. the winter We sell tamales And atoles
0: Oh, fuck I love atoles
2: She puts She makes like Like five different type And The vainilla Yeah uh-huh, And that's los tamales And the tamales i was just like the first thing i said was like my makes it better which maybe maybe it's messed up but like it's just the flavor that you feel like when you feel that mom that mom flavor maybe because it's a little more commercial you don't feel it there
0: yes now out here some people may disagree with me you know what's more popular than atole champurrado
2: Mm -hmm. yeah it it is in new york it is
0: now i love atole better but you got to make it right because if not you're gonna have a bunch of fucking balls
2: oh yeah no Mm. you gotta know how to make it trust me i i'm the type they they taught me how to make atoles already because in our, our business, we have to know. Right, so right, right, right. I have to know. And my aunt's like, Quédate ahí, you're, the, you're in charge of the atole. And I'm there for an hour. And atole, chapurrado takes an hour or something to to make. Right, right, right. So then it's estar. And if you fuck it up, you're going to have mad clumps. And that's business right there. So I <laughs> 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 even tienes next to the stove moviendo el atole. Something's even making a song. And I'm like, I even have a lyric like that in one of my songs. Like, moviendo la atole de arriba para abajo. And I'm like, you know, like. <laughs>
0: That's but, dope. but yeah because you when you drink atole, if you have, you get like a fucking glum, like fuck. What? the una pinche? Well, another no, one. Like, you have to know how to make it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: you have to know how to fucking make See,
2: it. See, now when you go to New York, I want you to try atoles.
0: Most definitely, I yeah. love atoles. Uh, um, I think they even have one that nuez. They they I seen atole. And, they but, have
2: everything. Yeah, like, yeah everything.
0: They, Strawberry, they make everything
2: about, I just saw a while ago they had something about um I was. it was some weird thing. Some atole, and I was like, wait, what? This is weird I forgot the, what it was but it was me hizo bien raro
0: Because
2: mm-hmm. like I said Cali has a little more Creative ideas with that
0: I'm going to tell you What I'm a big fan of I'm a fucking big fan Mariscos I love mariscos Okay coctel de camarón Una mixta Una campechana You know Unos aguachiles
2: Aguachiles That's oh what gosh. I'm a
0: fucking big big fan Now That's our That's our version of sushi Okay Those mm-hmm. mariscos
2: mm-hmm. Now And you guys have good mariscos out here
0: I believe... Maybe I should have rephrased it. I believe we have better mariscos out here than in Mexico. You think so? I think so. And I have a lot of friends that go back and they say, when I come back, we perfected mariscos out here.
2: But here's the thing. It's kind of
0: unfair because the people that come over here and invent this shit come from Mexico.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But... I feel like everything tastes different It's just the, you know, the seafood Any any food tastes ah, different in Mexico son, than here
0: Porque allá son camarones mexicanos
2: Yeah, like in Mexico, I feel like the best place I've had food at Mariscos is Ixtapa Ixtapa Beach Oh, oh yeah, yeah I went to this island donde tenía a piña Una piña llena de mariscos Like melted cheese and everything I was like, I was amazed It was it was like a little island With Ixtapa. like maybe yes. a, few, a few people
0: Yes, I've heard of that place Wow
2: I, yeah but I, I, but um here i tried some mariscos um like two years ago in san diego uh-huh. aguachiles it was the first time i had Aguachiles. oh my gosh i fell so in love that day really yeah
0: wow okay well um sunday i'm gonna have some uh mariscos here some yes really? seriously i'm serious i'm so I'm, here I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have some mariscos here, and uh, I cannot. You guys have Um,
2: like here in California, right? I see that you guys have um, people that come to events and like bring their taquerias and their mariscos and stuff.
0: Everything. That's cool. I'm gonna have some um, ceviche de camarón, my fucking favorite.
2: Oh hell yeah! Oh
0: my god, bro! Like.
2: hell yeah, I'm coming, Tony. (laughs) Even aunque no me invites, I'm here.
0: (laughs) Oh, you got my address already, so
2: we're good. We're
0: good. Uh, So now. I thought we were talking about music. Fuck. How do we get it to... I'm, I'm fucking oh,
2: hungry <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay. I forgot my questions now. Okay. So now, your EP drops. You don't have an a, a actual date yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, What's going to come next after that? Uh, are you looking to collab with any possible Chicano rappers out here? Is there anybody that you would like to collab out here that maybe you you don't know you you've never been in contact with you're a fan of maybe i can make that happen
2: you know honestly i i really i'm I re- i'm really a big fan of reverie okay she's dope you know reverie she's dope um but besides that i'm more into like kind of trap music from new york right now okay you know like molly bracy um uh, little kiyu, it's like kind of more a whole different okay style, yeah.
0: Okay, that'll work. Have you ever heard of a guy because um, he's been on here twice, he's from Las Vegas actually, Duende.
2: Oh, yeah, I've heard of him, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: He's really, really he's dope.
2: dope, yeah. Shout out to him, he's he, dope.
0: he's really dope. Uh, um, there's a couple of other guys, other Chicano rappers out here that I really like, um, that I've interviewed he- he- here. Uh, I'll just name a few, like. Uh, misfit, another guy named uh, Cujo.
2: I have a song. Sorry to interrupt you, Tony. I have a song with um, Baldacci, Face of LA, and Misfit actually on hold. Oh, really? So it's it's uh, it's still in Mastering, but okay. yeah, we have it there. So that's just... It, and honestly, Misfit got down.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Talented. And Baldacci, I interviewed him here as well. Uh, okay. Um, Cujo... Um, Cujo's a very fucking dope. I, can, I just had him on freaky Tales, and he's a dope rapper another guy out of san diego that i respect uh um, a lot is a uh, shadow um mm. for keeping it real with me um a lot of a lot of guys out here so if you ever come across anybody that maybe you just like you know what uh if you can, you know we can collab, hook it up over I'll, I'll, I'll reach out. Oh, to them. thank
2: you, Tony. Yeah, yeah I have, I'll reach out. Yeah, uh, and like I said before, like I'm all for anything that's positive and making it happen. You know, I'm, I'm not picky. Right. You know, it's, it's all about at the end of the day, it's all about support and the rasa and and just being out and making a dream come true.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now, uh, the video that you did just did the other day. When is when is that drop? Can we expect that soon?
2: I don't know. Honestly, we haven't even spoken. About the, uh, spoken about the date, but it's so lit that it's gonna be ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very excited. Yeah, I was so excited because it was very. It was very. Um, it's a different style. It's like very West Coast, East Coast style. It's like a yeah. mix. So you're That's gonna cool. hear. A, a, now, now
0: let me ask you this, Ms. Gattis. Do you come out here a lot?
2: Um. With the whole COVID thing, I had not been here since, like, two years ago. Yeah. But, yeah, I try to come every year. I try, at least, yeah. Okay. But I, I want to come more often.
0: COVID has been, like, the biggest cot blocker of all fucking time.
2: Yeah. Fuck. Like... I mean, I, I haven't let it stop me a lot from doing what I have to do. Right. But as far as traveling, it's just, like, it's a bitch because you have to do this, you have to do that, like, have your COVID test, and it's, like, you know...
0: La pinche mascara, That's
2: yeah, honestly, yeah.
0: I mean, us as Mexicans, we're used to because Mexican wrestlers we wear mascaras, mm-hmm. you know. I just started wearing a fucking mil mascaras mask, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Even when I go to the gym, people think I'm Santo, you know. But uh, yeah, but it, it's hard to work out when you're wearing a fucking mask. But yeah. the good thing is that the gyms opened up, restaurants opened up. Now you can start yeah, I heard you inside. were very
2: happy about the gym and op- opening yes. up. Yes. <laughs> everybody can say Tony can't wait for the gyms open up. Oh, <laughs> you,
0: you you know what that is? Remember when you were in high school and you had a PE class? Mm-hmm. That was my that. This is my oh, PE class. Okay, you know? I'm a 52 year old dude because I cred that I'm still 28 or 29. That's good, you,
2: know. you don't look 52 actually. Not like Thank so you young. very much. You look I young.
0: I. Try. Good jeans. You, you, know you know what my secret is? Drinking wa- a lot of fucking water You have to go to the mm. restroom a lot But drink a lot of fucking water Keep
2: your body hydrated yeah. Yes, yes
0: So with that being said um, Anything I didn't ask you Anything you want to promote?
2: No, just You know, just stay tuned for my new music coming up 2021 is really going to be different A whole I feel like it's a, a It's, it's but algo las cosas, like the, the time that I took off, it was for me to, to, to develop and for me to grow up. So what I'm bringing is a whole different style of me, a whole different side of me. And I'm thankful and I'm blessed for the people that I work with, for my producers, for my team in Cali. Shout out to my NYC team. Cause yeah. in New York, you know, I have my team that is supporting me. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I'm just—I'm pretty much blessed that I have. What and you I got
0: have people all here that look out for you.
2: Definitely, yeah, my boy Eric Snipes from His Space Music—he's—he's he's definitely hooking me up with all this right now. He—he's the first person to believe in me in music. That's awesome. So that I feel like, like for that time I took off, I probably let him down. So I'm like, no, like now I, I can't let anybody down. You know, there's right. three important men in my life. This—I was just talking about this over, okay, a ahead, few days ahead. ago. There's three important men in my
0: life. The, the holy trinity.
2: Yes. I have my father my husband and my boy Eric Snipes, that who is my mentor in music so it's like those are the three and I I didn't think about it like that but I was like wow like I have like three good mentors in my life you know that that believe in me yeah you know my my three most supporters in life
0: that's awesome yeah that's awesome now with that being said any shout outs you want to give
2: just to my NYC team, to Malvados clip from San Diego, who I'm, I'm working with a few projects, and just everyone who supports me. If I, didn't, if I don't see who you are, because I'm I'm bad with names. Like a lot of people were like, "Shout," you know. Like, but honestly, I'm bad with names. But I just want to thank everyone that supports me from the heart. That, yeah. that comment me that message me there's people that message me random days like good morning Gatti." like i wish you the best like you're an awesome person like that's awesome. things like that like just keep me so motivated and, and i feel so blessed to have that in my life so i'm just so thankful for everyone that's out there supporting me
0: you know and i always like to say this and i'll speak for myself without the fans we ain't shit
2: exactly so Straight up. we want
0: to thank you guys for tuning in Thank you guys for supporting yep. Thank you guys for watching Thank you guys for just everything Because uh, that's one thing That always keeps a artist Humble is that you guys For all the guys that think they're all that You know what, fuck those dudes, don't even support them anymore <laughs> Mándalos a la vez, pinche verga yeah, you know, Now you may say, Tony, that's fucking hate. No, I'm just being honest For the people that won't give you a picture For the people that won't give you an autograph For the people that won't support you mm-hmm. People that won't even acknowledge you Don't even support those guys You know, make them go work for their weed. But, anyways. um,
2: We're made out of love. So stay with the love.
0: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Brooklyn's in the motherfucking house. That's right.
2: NYC style.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, So, let me go ahead and give a couple of my shout outs. Uh, Let me give a shout out to my gym and to my boy, uh, Alex Cervantes, Cervantes Enterprise. Let me give a shout out to my boy, um, Anthony, the hip hop Jedi, right? That's it. Tikka, tikka, Hip hop, a Jedi. Okay, and let me give a shout out to my boy Invincible. Let me give a shout shout out to my boy Hood Space.
2: That's yeah. right. Not my Hood space, music, but Hood, Hood Space, music. oh boy.
0: <laughs> and my brother, go ahead. Mister New York. Mister New York is in the motherfucking building, yeah. so we're here. We're gonna take a couple of more shots and a couple of more um, pictures. Yep. Yeah. that's and, right. And
2: NYC <laughs> is in the building, so we're gonna get Tony fucked up. Before
0: Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> much love, much respect, Miss Gatties Yes. Salud. Saluz.
2: Oh, yeah, oh. make a million dollars. No, no, no no, 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 no! I got <laughs>
0: it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You were saying
2: how it was being We're slow with it. Ah, oh, damn it. Right, right right
0: right I gotta show love.
2: All right. That's, That's right. right. Salud. Salud.
0: Salud. We are here, Mama. Mm-hmm.